0: Can you be quiet please? Thank you. The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live.
1: There's local politics, bud.
2: I don't care about the weather. I can't control the weather. Don't want to talk about the weather. Do we not agree? Sustain, effort
3: and violence!
0: It could be a total goat rodeo. Cool, neat story. Was that supposed to be funny? This is why nobody else can get on the SUGBOAT. You know Andrew? what?
4: We
5: couldn't get on the SUGBOAT. anyway. Sub. A test what's the point of kissing his ass and we can't get on the snug bug it's a test
0: y'all are haters and non-believers suck, suck. now live from the pirate radio studios in the heart of the pirate nation here is your host clip brock all right
4: welcome in to this thursday edition of pirate radio live clip brock here inside the pirate radio studios talking to you today on pirate radio 92.7 fm in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930. You can find us online, pr927fm.com, and watch the show on Facebook Live and on YouTube. And we've got a special Free Beer Thursday YouTube giveaway going on today. What should we have the people say in the chat box? Hmm. We could do like Super Bowl winner. We could do. How about this? We're going to have uh, a couple of former pirates on today, and we've talked to a lot here recently. CJ, and we got a. By the way, we have a best stuff show coming up Friday with Shirley Rhodes and I. Yes, uh, we'll have interviews with CJ Wilson, uh, Alec Burleson, Connor Norby from baseball. Uh, today we've got Akeem Richmond, former pirate, great basketball uh, sharpshooter. So how about uh, how about your all time favorite pirate? Okay. go go to youtube pirate radio tv in our live feed just type in your all-time favorite pirate and when you share your all-time favorite pirate we'll have a a memory or two uh about that player and once you do that once you enter in that name you are entered into our contest because uh in the five o'clock hour we'll be giving you uh some free beer it's free beer thursday Uh, Brought to you by Bud Light. Every day, especially game day, is Bud Light. Today we're giving away a 12-pack of Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Variety Pack. Also a large two-topping pizza from Domino's. And we've got this hoodie as well that we're going to throw in. So an awesome uh, prize pack for you today here on Pirate Radio Live. The Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Pack. You can pick it up at your favorite retailer today or you can win it right here on pirate radio live tyler harrison says chris johnson steve hill says shane carden all you have to do join us now on youtube and uh, type in your favorite all-time pirate
6: does it have to be a specific sport or could it be across any sport
4: no it could be like me i went to east carolina you could say me you could say uh, Brock anderson you could say dexter okay i was thinking athlete but yeah, uh, yeah th-
6: that's what i was saying i, 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 I you assumed say you meant wife. athlete I, I mean i assumed you meant athlete but was it specifically mm, uh, anything you know uh, did no. It, okay no is clip no. not an athlete Shirley? no wow.
4: that is correct do we not agree mm-hmm. uh peanut butter hero chooses lincoln riley or pat Dye. well that's two people john moody says zeke bigger robert hand says moosa end. End. man i miss some moosa mm, he could block a shot like it was nobody's business join us on youtube today type in your favorite all-time ecu athlete and you will be entered uh, with a chance to win surely if you could uh help me keep up with that maybe um because the entries are coming in Saber's edge pressure washing says my number one is burley since i got to play golf with him two weeks after covid killed baseball tyler m says zach slate
0: oh there's a a name big fan of zach
4: slate he was a he was a cool dude too kevin Kozart has david gerard so uh get your entries in now we'll discuss this later on with tony and troy d uh but also you will be entered in to our free beer thursday giveaway all right shirley rhodes here cj schaefer here chandler honeycutt to my left chan man how you doing what's up clipper good to see you buddy yeah bad news for cj we've got a goal oh no yeah man, Well, i
7: told you who the better team was
4: so. you said liverpool's the better team and liverpool has just scored one nil now on Arsenal. We're oh, by the, the pre- way, you <coughs> must
6: be twenty one or older to win our prize today. Just saying.
4: You are correct. Um Yeah, it would be uh pretty cool if we were giving away beard underage people, huh? Yeah.
6: yeah. It'd be cool <laughs> if you did.
4: Uh we're gonna go twenty one or older for this one. All right, let's get to the rundown. Oh, let's get to the guest on today's show. Coming up in about twenty minutes, we'll talk to Akeem Richmond um akeem got back on my radar because he was tweeting about east carolina's win over memphis on saturday he was at the game and uh so we'll talk to him about this year's team his uh career at east carolina his pro career and what he's up to today so looking forward to catching up with akeem richmond also oh we got tony dunn Uh uh-huh well dang that was fast um, oh you
6: know what i probably jumped the gun on that didn't did I? a little bit oh sorry but you know what we'll, we'll get him
4: on now uh at four o'clock we'll go further back in time and talk to former basketball player for the pirates reed los one of the first pirate players i ever knew existed uh because i was around seven eight nine years old during that time when he was playing at east carolina i remember the mike Steele days and uh we'll talk some old school ecu basketball and uh get reed's thoughts he was commenting on the win on saturday as well so we'll talk to reed Lowe's coming up at four o'clock the big man on campus jeff nadu joins us at about 4 25 and in the five o'clock hour troy d and touchdown tony collins and we will do our drawing for our free beer winner on this thursday once again jump over to youtube uh subscribe to pi radio tv and also comment in the chat section your favorite all-time ecu part and uh, you'll be entered into our contest all right i'll tell you what let's go ahead and get the tony done we're not gonna we got a best of coming up on friday so we're going to do some picks today on the show congratulations to Jalen and cj who went a perfect six and zero wild card weekend we'll see if they can keep that going this week and we welcome on from carolinecatchronicles.com tony dunn tony how you doing man Uh,
8: not six and oh not six and oh
4: you're doing four and two good so your head's above water
8: yeah i mean that uh you know the games that we thought were going to be the ones that were at least not coin flips but the ones of interest to me you know um that san francisco 49ers game we talked about that how the spread was so close and then that uh rams Cardinals game, you know, just trying to figure out who the pretender and who the contender was and I think they settled that pretty quickly like in the
4: first 8 minutes. <laughs> yeah, uh Rams took it to them. Not a lot of great games wild card weekend, which I say that's a good thing cuz it's going to set up some awesome games coming up this weekend and I am excited for them and we'll get to those momentarily, real briefly Tony. Uh let's talk about what's going on in Pantherland. Scotty Montgomery, a second interview with the Carolina Panthers. Also saw former Washington coach Jay Gruden interviewed. Uh, well, what's the latest on the offensive coordinator search uh, with the Panthers?
8: Well, I tell you, desperate times call for desperate measures, Cliff. And I, uh, so, man, this, times are so dark. I even pulled out, I put the pen to paper again, got on the internet and started writing about Scotty Montgomery in his second interview what that tells us about the attractiveness of the Carolina Panthers' job. I really think if you look at the candidates that right now that are being fielded out there, when it comes to Ben McAdoo, Jay Gruden, Scotty Montgomery, um, they tell you a lot about what people think of the position, uh, that they would have to fill, and who that is attractive to. Uh, the latest news is, uh, Pip Hamilton, uh, from who's the hot name around the NFL right now, uh, that he declined an interview with the Panthers. So, I mean, This is not a high-profile job. The best candidates, the candidates like we want, like a Jim Caldwell or something like that, these guys are sitting back laying and waiting to see if they're going to get head coaching jobs. And are probably looking to come into a more stable situation than the Carolina Panthers have. Porous offensive line, question marks around the quarterback position, and really a head coach that's walking towards the the executioner's table or – Whatever the chopping block, in a way, it's gonna. He's trying to drag his feet this season and maybe uh, weasel out of it. But right now, things don't look good. And smoking Jay Gruden has uh, got his, his second interview today.
4: Uh, I have had a an unpopular take, Tony. I think it's unpopular that I think I think Jay Gruden and McAdoo would not be bad hires for the Panthers. I loved.
8: I'm kind of. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. Is that, is that you know you. Uh, a lot of these things is the most recent memories uh, that we have of these guys are because they were poor head coaches, not necessarily poor offensive coordinators. And then when things became so desperate and they took over play-calling abilities, I think McAdoo ended up taking over at the end. can't remember. But, you know, is that right then you just get that stink on you that's hard to, to forget about. The question is with Jay Gruden is today DJ Swearinger came out with a story where You know, it's like, is the character of these guys all that great? Yeah. So some kind of questions when it comes to Jay Gruden, the baggage that comes with, you know, his brother, the whole Washington fiasco and all of that mess. Uh, McAdoo, it's just a haircut, man. That slick back hair that makes us go, oh, God, this looks like these guys are meeting at a Denny's after a cheap night of drinking.
4: He had a weird mustache thing going one time, too, so there is that with him.
8: Yeah um so, but yeah i'm kind of with you on that is like i mean is that at the very minimum they should be higher sought after than like a scotty montgomery who is who's really never really showed as much of anything and i'm hoping that i'm not holding too much against scotty montgomery just because of what happened at ecu but you well, didn't have a ton of success in maryland and yeah. Um he's just living off that rep of hanging right now with Jonathan
4: Taylor. Ellerby brought up a, a, a point on Scotty Montgomery's side. I think you kind of said it, too, with the dead man walking with Rule. This is uh, – I don't know. If you're trying to move up in the coaching world, this is a, a tough job to take because pretty soon the head coach is going to get fired and you're going to be dangling out there again without a net looking for another job. So, you know, you gotta you got to –
8: Good job to go.
4: You got to pick your spot uh, if you're one of these coaches out here looking for a gig. All right. Uh, so there's that. Chandler has said all along, you're kind of picking at the bottom of the barrel, right, Chandler? Like, yeah. Like, there's not a ton of attractive I mean, names. Out there. When
5: this search began, it was supposed to be we're going to go find this rock star offensive. Rock coordinator. star. That's right. And out of the list of
4: candidates that we've
5: seen since the searches began, and the people that have left the list, uh, including Pep Hamilton who just declined that, like Tony mentioned, um, really not that much of rock stars. The thing about Scotty Montgomery getting a second interview, his first interview was from Zoom, so I think maybe that the connection was bad, and they told him to come back. They told him to come to uh,
4: Charlotte. Scotty is a great talker, man. He can uh, he can talk himself into a job. So let's see if he uh, is the apple of Tepper's eye. Say what?
8: Let me ask you a question. Is Going back to Scotty Montgomery's time at East Carolina, I know everything was a disaster from the AD to the whole, you know, basically yeah. only went in, what, 9-26. Nine, nine and 26. But when it comes to the offensive attack and scheme, and was it – were our problems uh, like complete on the offensive side or was it a lot of, you know, our defense couldn't stop anybody? What are your just thoughts if you could kind of remove Scotty Montgomery from the stink of his time at ECU and just think about him as a play caller?
4: Huh. Well,
5: well we went through how many defensive coordinators while he was here.
4: Yeah, it was all bad uh, and on the defensive side of the ball. Also... There were a lot of numbers put up, but a lot of garbage time stuff. A yeah. lot of the game is out of reach. So we saw whether it be Minshew, Nelson. Um,
7: Thomas Serk for a couple Sirk games. a
4: little bit, yeah. And then early Ehlers would put up like massive numbers offensively. But it was kind of empty stats for the most part. So, I yeah, I, it was bad, Tony. It, it was bad. I, I I will say this, and this is a good thing. The players that played for Scotty Montgomery have come to bat for him. So you like to see that?
8: Yeah, they still are. They yeah. still are. I saw somebody tweeting about it the other day, and then he took a ream in for saying, I'm glad a black man can feed his family. And everybody's like, I don't think this guy's got problems eating, homie. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> and and players, if the coach is, is actually a good dude, are always going to stick up for their guy. So, I mean, you understand that. All right, uh, let's get to the picks, Tony and crew. We'll go around the horn again. Bengals at Titans. King Henry back. I said to Chandler earlier today, it's kind of ridiculous that you can take the Titans right now and just put 15 bucks down, and if they win the Super Bowl, that turns into over $100. And I am say that, it's crazy because they are the one seed, and they are completely almost forgotten about because of the uh, Chiefs and Bills on the other side. Uh, and they're only a three and a half point in this game over Cincinnati, who before last week hadn't won a playoff game since we were ten years old, Tony. So Bengals at Titans, I uh, I'm going Titans here. I, I like the disrespect. Nobody believes in this thing, and they're gonna host an AFC Championship game and say, "Hey, Kansas City slash Buffalo, come get some here." At uh, where are they at? Nissan Stadium. I'm taking Tennessee at home this week, Chandler.
5: Uh, I'm on ride with you. I'm gonna go Titans as well the qu- The question is is can this Titan defense pin their ears back and get the Joe Burrow and not allow him to have time to find Jamar Chase because. People joke about it, but it's kind of the truth. I mean, he can just throw the ball up, and Jamar Chase is going to be out there somewhere and catch the football. But uh, I just saw here on Twitter, the Titans were the only team in the NFL who had three players with eight-plus sacks this season. That's including Harold Landry, Danico Autry, Jeffrey Simmons, and that's not even mentioning uh, Bud Dupree, who came from the Steelers last year, who's a really good pass rusher as well. So can that defense for the Titans get to Joe Burrow? I believe so, and the King is back. So uh, give me the Titans.
4: All right, CJ.
7: Uh, I'm going to take the Titans as well. I expected uh, the Bengals to have a better week than they did last week. Not that I was underwhelmed. I was, I guess, whelmed. But I, <laughs> they needed to, in my opinion, I needed to see a little bit more from them to have confidence in them knocking off the Titans.
4: All right, Shirley, Bengals to Titans.
6: Uh, looks like Derrick Henry's going to be back. Uh, I'm going to go with the Titans.
4: All right, Tony, do you want to be on an island with the Bengals or are you going with the Titans?
8: I do want to be on island, but I'm not going to take it. At first, oh. I'd like to say that "whelmed" is one of my favorite words as <laughs> there is. That was good. Uh, it it really does capture so much. Underwhelmed, overwhelmed. I'm just whelmed. <laughs> I want to pick the Bengals. I'm excited about this team, but I feel like I uh, over the last back end of the season, I started sleep on the Titans. Uh, I think this. I think Cincinnati is going to have a lot of success in the future, but I think that maybe. Uh, this is a little bit too early, too soon for them. Yeah. I'm going to roll with Tennessee as the safe pick, but I do expect Cincinnati to have a chance in this game.
4: Cincinnati's on that kind of Buffalo thing where, all right, they want a playoff game, but they're not. it's not their time yet. And now we're looking at the Bills as a Super Bowl contender. Maybe we're doing that with the Bengals a couple of years from now if Burrow's healthy and they can keep rolling. All right, 49ers at Packers. Um, I'm not. I'm taking Green Bay at home. I'm not going to overthink it. I, I'm taking the Packers, Chandler. Yeah, I'm going to take the Packers. I did
5: like what I saw out of Elijah Mitchell last week against the Cowboys, the running back for uh, the 49ers. Uh, they gave him a lot of the load uh, in their win in the wild card game against Dallas. Uh, but Jimmy Garoppolo kind of didn't like what we saw there down the stretch from him. He was he allowed dallas to get back into the game
4: well that's i think green Bay's going to score and Garoppolo's is going to have to throw at some point and i don't like that
5: well first of all he's not going to be able to make any kind of mistakes like that any any part of the game so and i can see that happening give me green
4: bay at home cj
7: i'm with you clip don't don't overthink it Go on green bay been consistent all year other than the first week of the season I can't I can't go away from them now.
4: Shirley.
6: I think it's just too it's too difficult to pass on an Aaron Rodgers that's playing some really, really good football mm-hmm. and Jimmy G who just is just too inconsistent to really make a guess here. So I'm going Green Bay at home.
4: All right, Island boy. Another chance to get on an island here, Tony. Will you take it? No. <laughs> All right.
8: Moving on. Give me Green Bay. I mean, I'm just uh, – at the end of the day, is like uh, uh, LaFleur and Rodgers aren't going to make the mistakes that McCarthy makes on the way to the stadium.
4: That's a good point. <laughs>
8: you know what I mean? <laughs> is that uh, – look, is the 49ers, they've they've been a respectable team. That defense now yeah. is no joke, and it's been slept on all year. It's going to be a good game. I don't expect it to be a hot flying game, but they have two of the best players in football on their team and the 49ers are just playing as a team. Roger Devontae Adams is the best receiver in the game. Sorry, I mean, hands down. I know people want to say it's Diggs, but it is Devontae Adams. This guy, he's a heady receiver that's got all the physical tools. I can't wait to see where he goes next year.
5: Jimmy G is going to throw a pick somewhere in this game. I want to say it's going to be Razul Douglas, our guy, Tony, making that pick. What do you and- say?
8: I love it, man. I love Rasul Douglas. He was one of my favorite Panthers last year and a big mistake in letting him go, and I'm glad to see he's having the best year of his career this year and one of the top-rated corners of all football. All
4: right. Uh, Chandler's prop for the game. Jimmy G over half an interception. Uh, Rams and Bucks. Easy. I'm going to keep riding with my Rams. They look like a Super Bowl team the other night. This is not very smart to pick against Tom Brady in the playoffs, especially... When he's at home, I I hope the Rams didn't show everything they had in that dominant win that they had uh, against the Cardinals. But I'm going to say the Rams keep it rolling, and I'm going to take Los Angeles to win on the road. I'm going to stick with my guys. Chandler.
5: Uh, This is a whole different story when it comes to quarterbacks face this week. I mean, you're facing a guy, Matthew Stafford, who's having uh, one hell of a, a year Uh, after leaving detroit you know being there his whole career uh facing jalen hurts last week kind of didn't help uh this defense is good for tampa bay but uh i i really want to root for the rams for your future clip brock so i am i'm gonna go i'm gonna go rams on the road heading to the nfc championship game you realize we're taking
4: stafford over brady right well he's, he's lost in the playoffs before this is okay all right cj not many
7: times well i'm right there with you um I'm taking the Rams as well. I wasn't high on the Cardinals all year. however, I was impressed with uh, the Rams defense and their ability to get to Kyler pretty much every play. Um, I don't I won't expect them to have the same kind of pass pass rush rate on brady as they did last week but i do expect them to make the better plays and i expect them to win
4: i told Igo that von miller looks like he's 24 years old again and he said that he probably just got bored being uh, around such crappy players in denver (laughs) and now he's got a new lease on life and a potential second super bowl ring in his future and he's playing at a very high level right now three tackles for loss and a sack last week for the veteran von miller uh, Shirley, Rams and Bucks.
6: Uh, as much as I hate to admit it, it is hard to bet against Brady. I'm going to go Bucks.
4: And Tony.
8: Man, uh, you know, I fully came in here wanting to take the Rams, but you're like, you all know, you guys are like beating me to the punch. I'm going to go Rams. I think that, look, is, uh, the Bucks is that we're just going to, they always have a chance to win with Tom Brady, obviously. Um, I think
4: that they're a little banged up too banged up right now the uh you know our our friend cw uh who comes on to talks fantasy football with us here on the show he's always a sports trivia he is a bugs fan he said last night with a straight face he says we lose by 13 on sunday hmm. he said we're too depleted uh, too beat up and i said that's a crazy prediction but to uh what you just said to echo it tony they have uh they are depleted. They, who's the healthiest team in the playoffs? That's the team that's going to make a run. It is not Tampa Bay this year. Uh,
8: it might be Green Bay. It might be the Titans. Uh, yeah, I'm
4: going to take the Rams. All right, and finally, Bills at Chiefs. I'm, uh, I'm confidently taking the Chiefs. I love the way they're playing lately. Confidently taking the Chiefs. Chandler.
5: Yeah, you're right because I remember earlier this year is is the Chiefs sleepwalking to the playoffs, and once they do get to the playoffs, it's like they just turn on a different uh, switch, and that switch has been flipped. I'm going to go with Kansas City at home. I do like that there is a rematch from last year. Uh, I believe it was the AFC champions, or yeah, the AFC championship last year. I mentioned it earlier this week on the show. Stephon Diggs was seen sitting there watching the ceremony, watching. Uh, the Chiefs received their their AFC Championship trophy. Uh, I think he's going to be doing it again this year. So uh give me uh give me the Chiefs.
4: And we do this with all quarterbacks, but there was a time where we were like, you know, can Josh Allen win in the playoffs? He had a freak out moment early in his career in the playoffs. Um well, he can do it. He did it last week. So I'm not taking anything away from the Bills. I just I like the Chiefs at home here, CJ.
7: I'm
4: taking the Bills with
7: Minimal confidence, but this is uh, probably the biggest toss-up game for me. I was very impressed with well the entire team last week against the Patriots. Um, Both I know of these the, teams dominated. Yeah, in their, they did. In their that's that's what week. makes it so hard to pick. Is I know, I think the Patriots are obviously a better team than the Steelers, and the Bills just made it look easy against them. If not, if not for two punts in garbage time against the Jets two weeks ago the Bills would have gone their last four games without punting. I don't think Mm. there's a hotter team in football right now than the Bills, and I'm just going to ride that.
4: Wow. All right, Shirley, uh, Bills and Chiefs.
6: I I just think that Kansas City's defense has has played much better in the last few weeks, Um, and Patrick Mahomes looks like the Patrick Mahomes that we have gotten accustomed to seeing. I'm going to go with Chiefs.
4: All right, Tony, who you got?
8: Give me the Buffalo Bills. Tony, Tony likes the Bills. Allen, the gunslinger, coming back, going to put – man, going to light him up. It's the Bills time.
4: I mean, it wouldn't shock me if Allen has another monster game. This is a great quarterback matchup. Uh, we're Five see.
5: touchdowns last week against yeah. the Patriots. Yeah.
4: All right, Tony, thanks for joining us, man. Have a good weekend. Thanks, man. You guys be safe out there. All right, there is see Tony, Tony. dot CarolinaCatChronicles.com making some football picks. We got some items for our rundown. We'll save them for later this hour because we need to take a timeout, come back and talk to Akeem Richmond.
1: What a shot, Jeffrey!
4: The greatest shooter in ECU basketball history. Has the 12th most threes in NCAA history. And I think when he left East Carolina, he was like third on the list. But now everybody is gunning threes. So he keeps getting bypassed. But he is up there. Do you remember when he participated in the 3 I 2010s? do, now that you mention that.
5: Uh, I can't remember where that was aired. Maybe ESPN, yeah. CBS Sports, somewhere around there. It was on national television somewhere. But I remember sitting down watching him
4: participate in that. We'll talk uh, old ECU and what's going on today with Akeem Richmond when we return after this.
0: listening to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care. Your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit UniversityPCCare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show.
6: Welcome back. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's for the best Mexican food and fun in Greenville. Come and enjoy favors like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Follow Chico's on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. For Mexican and food and fun has got to be Chico's for dine in or to go. Now let's head back into PRL. Here is Clip Rock.
4: Alrighty, welcome back into the show. It is Free Beer Thursday here on Pirate Radio Live. We're doing a YouTube giveaway today. Subscribe to Pirate Radio TV on YouTube. Head over to our live video feed. Comment in the chat box with your favorite all time pirate, and you will be entered into our contest. Redbeard says, None of you people have said Dwayne Harris but me, all of you are banned from the sugboat and the pirate radio contest. Well suck, suck. Redbeard does not make the rules, but he makes a good point. Actually, okay, yeah, he makes a good point. He uh he is the only one that said seventeen so far. Uh we'll uh discuss your entries and uh have our drawing coming up in the five o'clock hour with touchdown tony collins and troy d got a former pirate joining us at four o'clock reed los as we'll talk some old school ecu basketball and more and uh, we'll talk to a former pirate right now akeem Richmond, as he joins us on the pirate radio live line akeem was at the game on saturday and uh, we'll talk about that and a lot of his playing days here at ecu akeem uh, welcome back to pirate radio how you been doing man
2: I've been fantastic.
4: How about yourself? Hey, doing great. And I uh, wanted to get you on, team because I saw you were at the game on Saturday when East Carolina had that thrilling come-from-behind victory against Memphis. And uh, Brandon Suggs hits the buzzer beater for the Pirates, and you were there to witness it, Akeem. And we think about you and all the threes you made, we also, of course, think about the buzzer beater to win the CIT Championship. Uh, Brandon, after the game, told Jeff Charles that's the first buzzer beater he's ever hit in a real basketball game. How about you, Akeem? We know about the big one to win the CIT. Uh, how many in your career playing basketball did you have, buzzer beaters? Uh, I probably
2: had about five, but that was one of the biggest ones that I've ever had. You know, uh I believe that was my first college buzzer beater, but the rest of them I had like three in high school, I believe.
4: Were they all three-pointers, Akeem, or were any of them inside the arc?
2: Nah, you know all I take is (laughs) three-pointers.
4: I figured I'd ask anyway, but yeah, I figured I knew the answer to that. Akeem, uh, what was it like, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead.
2: I said uh, I had a fantastic time at the game. Like, the environment was very electric, you know, it made me miss putting on that ECU uniform, you know.
4: No doubt. And as a player, and you got to witness it as a fan the other day, Akeem, can you speak to to what that means for the guys on the court when there is that energy in the building as opposed to playing in front of a crowd of, like, 1,000? You know what I mean?
2: Right. When you play in the front of a dead crowd, it's sort of, like, not an advantage. But when you come to Memphis, you know that ECU has the upper hand due to the six men in the crowd and you know it's gonna be electric, especially when you're playing a big time program like Memphis. You know, I I've always enjoyed playing in front of huge crowds. It actually makes me play a whole lot better. And I feel really, really good about that. Like as far as for those guys due to COVID, because they was playing in an empty Memphis and I yeah. literally cannot even imagine playing in front of you know,
4: an empty crowd like that. <laughs> Pirates beat a top ten team last year, Akeem Houston, and nobody was there to witness it. So, I mean, credit to the players for. Can imagine that? Yeah, it's it's crazy to even think about.
9: Yeah.
4: Akeem Richmond joining us. Uh, Akeem, you you saw a fantastic comeback Saturday, and then turn around Tuesday night. East Carolina's up by twenty, and they lose the UCF. And and I was in the building for both of them. And when a team goes on a run, it's a a crazy thing, that momentum that a team can get. And I'm sure you've been a part of it where you've had comebacks. I'm sure you've been on teams that have blown leads before, too. I mean, how how do you – momentum is kind of a myth, but it's a a real thing, right? I mean, do you feel it when you're on the court?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Basketball is a game of runs. You know, you could go – five minutes where you're hitting everything or you could go five minutes where you can't make anything. But uh, you just have to stay even killed and just fight into to the end, whether you're up 20 or down 20. And that's what uh, UCF did. They continued to fight, and, you know, that's the way it goes sometimes. But to the ECU fans, I wouldn't dwell on it. Just try to move on and focus on the next ball game.
4: Talking to Akeem Richmond, who uh, came to East Carolina from Rhode Island. He's a North Carolina native, so I'm sure that had something to do with you coming to East Carolina after uh, you spent some time in Rhode Island, Akeem. But did you have any other options, or, or I'm sure you did, did you have any other uh, reservations about going to another school when you left Rhode Island, and, and how did it end up being East Carolina?
2: Yes, I had about four other schools, uh, College of Charleston, uh, University of Georgia, University of South Florida and NC State was looking at me as well. And East Carolina was the first school that I visited out of those four schools. And once I got to ECU and I seen the environment, the facilities and different things like that, I was like, this is the place for me. It just felt right. You know, I didn't even have to think about it. And I signed right there on the spot. I didn't even take my other visits to University of Georgia or any of those other universities.
4: Akeem Richmond joining us on the Pirate Radio live line right now. Uh, Akeem, let's see six, eight, 8, 12th all time in three point uh, field goals made, and a lot of you know a lot of guys that are above you now have passed you since you played because the three pointer has become more and more prevalent. And uh, I'm sure you wish you could get a few more games and get your uh, your numbers back up, right?
2: I know, man. <laughs> about two or three more games, I'll be right back in the top three.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Akeem Richmond joining us, Akeem, Let's talk about your post East Carolina career. Uh, played some professional ball, so um, tell us a little bit about that. What you did uh, playing basketball after uh, you left East Carolina?
2: Okay, so I had three NBA workouts. Uh, one with the Houston Rockets, one with the Boston Celtics, and one with the Orlando Magic. And I did my best workout with the Houston Rockets, and they ended up signing me to a training camp deal, in which I stayed for about Mm. a week and a half, in which I was in practice with guys like James Harden, uh, Jason Terry, Dwight Howard. And I learned a lot from those guys, but they sent me down to the NBA G League, which I had a pretty... Okay season. You know, I averaged about 11 points per game. and Then my second year I played for the Sacramento Kings NBA G League team in which we won the Western Conference Championship in which I played with uh, John Stockton's son, David Stockton, yeah. who's a past first point guard. So I was enjoying that, of course.
4: <laughs> a shooter's got to have a good point guard, right? Miguel Paul uh, was dribbling in and then kicking it out to you, and I'm sure uh, David Stockton was doing the same at that level.
2: Absolutely. You know, uh, like you said, a shooter always has to have that pass-first point guard. So I love playing with guys like that.
4: So, Akeem, are you uh, in the real world now, or are you still doing something basketball related? What are you up to these days?
2: Yeah, I'm still around the game. Uh, I have my own shooting company in which I started, in which I traveled throughout the state of North Carolina. And I'm teaching athletes the uh, art of shooting the basketball, because that seems like a lost art you know guys want to work on dribbling and trying to do 360 dunks and this new generation they call it the jelly roll layup <laughs> so i'm just trying to teach athletes the importance of shooting the basketball and i tell my clients all the time if you can shoot the basketball there's minutes for you on the basketball court you know whether it's on the middle school level or the high school level or even college if you can shoot you're gonna play,
4: and uh you didn't make all those threes by accident Akeem. your form uh your shooting stroke is is totally pure uh, you know wh- at what age did you did you know that that you had it that you had that outside shot I'm sure you uh you shot countless shots you know on a on a goal outside or whatever, but at what age did you know that man i'm I'm pretty good at shooting from distance
2: right well, to be honest, I just got better and better um the more I practiced and I was an okay shooter in high school, maybe around 34%. But at ECU, I just, I was on like a Kobe mentality. That's what my mindset was. So before the games, I would shoot at least 400 shots. Uh, Before practice, I would shoot up 400 shots. After practice, I would shoot 400 shots. And it just became like so natural to me. Like I didn't even have to think about it. It was like riding a bike, you know, because shooting basketball is all muscle memory you know and confidence of course so that's that's really what helped me become a pure shooter at ecu
4: akeem Richmond joining us akeem uh i want to ask you if you keep up with your old teammates but i know uh you at least keep up with your old coach because i saw on social media uh you went to a north carolina game and uh and and jeff lebo took you in the locker room right so you still keep up uh with your old coach there.
2: Yeah, I keep up with all those guys, all my old teammates. Uh, I went up to the Dean Dome at UNC and Coach Lebo showed me around, you know, around the locker rooms. And I grew up uh, being a UNC ball boy, so I already seen the locker room. <laughs> so it just brought back memories, and me and him was able to catch up. And I ate. I actually went to Ohio State where Coach Nettie is, yeah, coached me my senior year. He showed me around, uh, showed me all of the facilities and different things like that. So, yeah, it's still a family-like vibe between me and the ECU guys, even the teammates, even the trainer, Nate. He's still on the uh, training staff. Yep.
4: Good to see some old familiar faces, I'm sure, when you come back around. Akeem Richmond joining us. Uh, Akeem, uh, speaking of the Dean Dome, uh, you know, it was fun in Men G's playing conference games, but... How about the the trip to Raleigh, uh, Chapel Hill, Cameron Indoor? You you had some pretty good games against those teams.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know, as a small child growing up in North Carolina, you grow up being a Duke fan, NC State or Carolina fan or whatever. You grow up wanting to play in the ACC. You know, so I had a chip on my shoulder going into those big time arenas playing against those big time programs. So I always wanted to do well against those programs and you know i'm just so blessed to be able to have highlights that i can show my kids of me doing well against you know university of north carolina and nc state and all of those schools
4: talking to akeem richmond today on the Pirate radio live line uh nice win last night uh, by the charlotte hornets on the road at boston i'm a hornets fan akeem they got some good shooters on that roster but when you look across the nba who are your favorite uh, pure shooters, guys, that, that can light it up from three? Who do you like to watch?
2: Well, of course, I enjoyed watching Clay Thompson come back last Yeah. Uh, I like Dame Lillard, Steph Curry, of course. Uh, I really love Zach Levine because he can do it all. You know, he can shoot, he can dunk, he can pass. There's nothing that he can't do. Those well, are pretty much my favorite.
4: When you see these guys, and this is, is nothing new, and then – I guess Kevin Garnett hit a few threes, but I feel like he kind of started the trend of big guys that could dribble, that could shoot, uh, you know, mid range and from the outside. But now you see like Luca and uh, guys like Jokic and those guys. I mean, is it crazy to see how basketball's changed just since you started playing basketball with these big men who camp out outside now and, and shoot threes?
2: Yeah, man, it's totally different. It's changed right before my eyes because back in the day. If you see a center shooting threes, it's like, what? What are you doing? He's probably
4: getting taken out of the game, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, the coach will cut them out and fit them on the bench. <laughs> to be honest, these centers are shooting better than the shooting guards.
4: <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it's funny to see. It's a it's a it's different game uh, for sure. It's getting further and further away from the basket, which is right up uh, Akeem Richmond's alley. Akeem, uh, so you got to see uh, the Pirates up close and personal the other night. Um, what what did you think uh, when you saw that roster what do you think about this group of pirates who kind of stood out to you on the court
2: Uh, to be honest all of them stood out I've been to a few practices I went to like three or four practices and I love the way those guys compete you know they are resilient doesn't matter if they're up five or down five they fight hard until the end of the game and that's one thing that really stood out to me I really I really the kid that I like, I'm trying to think of his name, Vance Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, he's a dog. I like him. And, of course, I like J.J. His game is pretty pretty
4: tight. Been missing him the last couple of games. Hopefully, we can get J.J. back soon uh, because he is uh, a senior leader and also uh, can shoot it from the outside. Akeem, I, I know – I'm pretty sure I've brought this up with you before. I talk about it with all the former players. It's great to see you in minji's you going to practices, uh, being around because – I feel like there has been a bit of a void of East Carolina basketball becoming a program where former players are welcome back and, and around. So I, I hope to see more and more of that, man, and I'm glad that, that you're able to get back and watch games and, and be a part of this thing still.
2: Yeah, for sure. ECU changed my life, so I'm a pirate for life, and I just enjoy being in that atmosphere and environment the other day. Thank you to Coach Dooley and the coaching staff. They treated me with you know, open arms and left me tickets right, you know, next to the bench and all of that good stuff. So that's great. Really enjoyed my time there.
4: Yeah. And hopefully uh, you can do it again. It came. It's great to catch up with you, man. Always appreciate you joining us here throughout the years on pirate radio. And uh, we wish you nothing but the best and uh, we'll do it again down the road, man. Yes, sir.
2: Appreciate the
4: love. Thank you for having me. Akeem Richmond joining us today on pirate radio live. We could use him in the roster uh, on the roster coming up against Houston this weekend be nice to just have him camp outside and hit five, six threes.
5: Yeah. I remember him going on the road to uh, some tough road matchups against NC State where he lit it up, and then also um, I think we went to Duke one time, and then also we went went to the Dean Dome and played Carolina, and he loved playing in those ACC ACC arenas.
4: I still remember um, at the state game, my stepson and I went with a state buddy of mine, and Akeem had hit two or three and ECU was on a run, and they were coming down for a fast break, and a guard threw it out on the wing to a team, and he shot it, and I stood up and said, you know it, and he missed it. And, like, all the state fans around me were ragging me. Oh, oh I bet. God, it would have been oh, a great I moment. Bet. I would have. But isn't
5: that the best feeling whenever <laughs> they put a shot up, and before it goes in, you go, there it is.
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, a, lot of them, a lot of them fell that day, but the one I really needed to didn't. So <laughs> I was mocked and made fun of. Uh, Wasn't the first or the last time. Alright, let's get a break in. We'll come back. We'll wrap up our number one of Pirate Radio Live. It is free beer Thursday day. Courtesy of Bud Light. Every day, especially game day is better with a nice cold Bud Light. Today, we're giving away a 12-pack of the Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Variety Pack. Also, large two topping pizza to Domino's and the Pirate Radio hoodie can be yours. Must be 21 or older to win. How do you win? Well, you go to YouTube, you subscribe to Pirate Radio TV, and in the chat box, you put in your all-time favorite pirate, Max. I don't know if he's being genuine or trying to get brownie points or what. His favorite pirate is Akeem Richmond. Robert says Blue Edwards. Scott says Keith LeClaire. So all the names are coming in. You can chime in and get your opportunity opportunity to win this hoodie and the 12-pack of Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda. Go to YouTube now, find our live feed, and chime in there. We'll be back with more after this.
0: You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show.
6: Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006. They are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip.
4: All right, wrapping up hour one. couple of uh, stories real quick. And uh, surely at some point we'll hit the audio as uh, Troy D. was able to catch up with Joe Dooley earlier today. Looks like Brandon Suggs will be a no-go Yep. Uh, for the Pirates coming up against Houston. But uh, we can play that later on. So there's a bit of news for you as they head out of town to take on Houston. Also, um, we got a new we got a new commit update and a new coach update regarding baseball. The commit update is a player from Georgia, a wide receiver, Jalen Johnson, uh, has committed to East Carolina out of the transfer portal. Uh, one of Johnson's quotes from Stephen Igo's report on hoist the colors. Said, so quote, the program, they've got a great coaching staff. I like their offense, the way they run and throw the ball, In quote. So Jalen Johnson going to join uh, the team as a champion. Won't be the first. We had uh, Worth Gregory. We're, I was
5: going to mention that, that uh, the last time I think a national championship uh, national champion came in here for the Pirates was punter Worth Gregory coming off of a national championship with Alabama.
4: Now, Nigel Not came here from bama god but he never saw the field he never saw anything i don't know if he ever came to greenville but uh yeah so just it, it could work out It could not but uh hoping uh jalen johnson can make who an impact who did you say the, the last
6: person you said you weren't sure if they came to greenville nigel not well, nigel nigel
4: was here but but
6: he was injured
4: they never a good
6: yeah. a good portion of the time that he was here
4: i, I never played so yeah we don't, yeah and then
5: didn't he commit to old miss
4: yeah he committed to like 12 schools and play. Oh, I remember
5: us making fun of that.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So um He was everywhere, man. Everywhere. Uh Heath Blackman has been named the director of baseball of player development at East Carolina uh for baseball. Uh that announcement was made today by Cliff Godwin. And also, uh some news on Skipper. Skipper Flipper. Skip Holtz is the new head coach. What college? Of the Birmingham Stallions.
3: What we're going to have to do is we're going to have to turn and turn some more. And when we're done turning, we're going to turn again. And then after we've turned two or three more turns, we're going to turn them all into turns.
4: <laughs> Thank you, Brian Meador. <laughs> That's good Skip Holtz <laughs> by Brian Meador. A fantastic Skip Holtz impersonation. It, Shirley, pop quiz. What league do the Birmingham Stallions play in?
6: The USFL. ding, 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 ding,
4: ding. Well done, Shirley Rhodes. Um, does this, does he fall in the category of failing
5: ups? And, because since leaving East Carolina, he has, he was fired by South Florida, Florida. Uh, he was basically told to leave from
4: Louisiana Tech and now he's in the pros. Well, for, he's, in the, he's in the USFL. Well, that's still pro ball. And he didn't, I wouldn't call what he did now at, at South Florida. Yeah. I would not call what he did at Louisiana Tech failing. Uh, especially that run they had in bowl games 2014 through 2019 they won the bowl game every year at the end of the year lost in 2020 and he had let's see 64 and 50 overall at louisiana tech his record at east carolina by the way was 38 and 27 had a losing record with south florida so i I hear what you're saying i don't i didn't mean i don't look at i don't think the usfl head coaching job is better than a college coaching job so i don't think he went up first of all i just i it was more of a joke but um ha 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 ha
5: i'm so glad you found it funny but i mean usfl that that counts as what like semi-pro
4: yeah i mean it's professional football yeah
5: so but yeah he had a really good run as uh louisiana tech's head coach and uh was not a stranger to bowl games and how many did he win of those bowl games do you know or i just know he went on a streak of getting there yeah i just said it oh uh, i thought you had mentioned he just went there i didn't know he had won the bowl games
4: no, i mentioned them both you were you were crafting your great joke yeah in your mind and missed me saying how
5: why from- can i not multitask in my mind <laughs> i don't know
4: uh, I don't know. Just can't do it. Uh, so, congratulations, to Skip. I, I'm interested Super. to see how many uh, pirates end up in the USFL because we got a lot of guys that are leaving for professional football. All of them aren't going to land in the NFL. Nah. So, uh, I think we'll see a few. That'll be if they win a championship. I hope he lets the fans on the field <laughs> and uh, says that this is a special situation there in uh, in Birmingham. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll come back when we return. We'll talk some pirate hoops with Reed Los. If you're an old school pirate, you remember that name from the late 80s. We'll talk about his playing days at East Carolina, what he's up to today, and his thoughts on the current team and what Joe Dooley's doing here at ECU. That's on the way on Pirate Radio Live. We're back with you after this.
0: Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit University to learn more today. Now back to the show.
6: Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years. Shop online anytime at PirateWare.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Cliff Brock. All
4: righty. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes. Welcome back into the program. Cliff Brock here. We'll look at tonight's college basketball slate. Also, uh, NFL division around playoffs with Jeff Nadeau, the big man on campus. He'll join us later on this hour. Then in hour three, ECU Hall of Famer touchdown Tony Collins will join Troy D and I here inside the pirate radio studios we always like to catch up with former pirates and a little bit of a where are they now talk some old ecu athletics we talked to a keem Richmond earlier in the show we'll talk to another former east carolina basketball pirate reed Lowe, joins us on the pirate radio live line and i saw reed commenting on ecu's victory over memphis on saturday and thought well it'd be cool to to catch up with the former Pirate basketball player and Reed, uh, appreciate your time on Pirate Radio here today. How you doing?
10: Oh, absolutely. I, I appreciate you uh, having one of the old guys in.
4: Yes, sir. It's uh, it's awesome to connect with you guys and talk some ECU athletics. And uh, Reed, I guess we'll start with what you're doing today. Uh, catch everybody up uh, on what Reed Lose is up to these days.
10: Yeah, sure. Well, um, we've been in Charlotte. Um, for a long time, nineteen ninety four. Um, I'm in the pharmaceutical industry. I've been in it for about twenty six years. And um I've got we've got two kids. I've got a freshman boy at NC State. Wow. And my daughter's about ready to graduate uh in May from uh UNCW.
4: How about so, that? <laughs> Reed, uh when's the last time you uh picked up a basketball? <laughs> uh
10: years. i <laughs> my my son played a little bit so i used to go out there and um, rebound but but rebound only um, <laughs> no more no more playing anymore
4: uh, how about this reed if uh, if i gave you 10 free throws today in minjis how many could you hit 7 could you hit 8
10: I think I'd be pretty good for at least seven.
4: Yeah, there you go. Reed Loves joining us on the Pirate Radio live line. Reed, once again, I I contacted you because I saw you comment on the win on Saturday, keeping up with with Joe Dooley and what the Pirates are doing. It was a a fantastic victory coming back from 19 points down to Memphis. So how much do you you keep up with East Carolina and, and East Carolina athletics these days?
10: Yeah, I mean, I've been a little bit more involved. This year, um, one of my uh, former teammates, Jeff Kelly, his son's on the team. Yeah. And, then, and Jeff and I were able to um, connect down in the Myrtle Beach tournament with uh, Robin House joined us down there to catch a couple games. And so I, I don't see them as much. I follow them. Um, you know, I, I see the scores, and I try to catch up a little bit with them. But um, that other night was just one of those nights where, you know, it's just special. You know, it looked like the place was packed. And they were able to pull out a win, and and you know I think I was commenting just on the fact that you know hopefully wins like that you want to try to build on them and and stay together as as best you can as as a team and you know um, you sort of just sort of build on it and, and try to get the next one and unfortunately they didn't do that the other night and, um, you know but uh, but they they are they are really good and, and Joe is is really good too so. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do for the remainder of the year, and then and then moving forward.
4: Reed Loes joining us. Reed played here in the late '80s, and a lot has changed uh, since then. Reed, you were playing some great rivalry games with CAA opponents back then. And I, what do you remember about those games in uh, uh You know, I'm sure a lot of tight games against a lot of teams from around this area. How much fun was that uh, playing in those games in a, in a hot Menchie's Coliseum back then?
10: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, when Minji's, you know, it probably held maybe sixty five hundred back then, and you know when that place was packed, and it would be packed because when I was a freshman, those were the those were the years where David Robinson in the Navy team oh, yeah. was a senior, so and so those games would be always be packed, and the and Wilmington was a huge rivalry for us there. Um, when we were playing, and um, so when that place get was packed, and obviously Blue brought a lot of people in, as much success as he was having um, going through college, and um, once that place got packed, it was rocking, and 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 the kids feed off it. There's no doubt, and everybody's involved, and um, there's no question that that crowd uh, played a role in that win the other day against Memphis.
4: Reed Lowe's joining us. Uh, your coach Mike Steele actually was an assistant coach for my middle school basketball team at A.G. Cox because his son, Derek, uh, was a buddy of mine. He was on the team. Derek was a, a pretty good big man for us back then. Uh, I, the way he acted to us middle school kids, I can't imagine how he acted towards his, his college guys, Reed, but Coach Steele, uh, really funny guy. Uh, enjoyed enjoyed uh, getting to know him after I played for him. Uh, but what do you remember about Coach really? Steele and him uh, leading the charge for East Carolina?
10: Well, I can probably tell you one thing. He probably led the league in middle school technical (laughs) no doubt I know that no doubt uh no I I I was thinking about it today um before I came on and um I don't get back to Greenville as much as I would like to and and you know and I I probably don't talk to coaches as much as I would like as well but we sort of just pick up where we've left off every time we get together and um you know so I I played for Charlie Harrison my freshman year and, and then Mike came in uh, for my sophomore through senior year. And, um, you know, he was coming off a really successful career at, at DePaul and, and, um, no, he was hard nosed. I mean, we, look, we were, you know, our best year there in the four years I was there, I think when, when I was a junior, it was blues last year and we were like 15 and 14, I think. And, and, um, but we competed and he, he, he made us, you know, he made us compete and, and we were tough, and and all that kind of stuff but um you know now that we've been gone for so long and we're able to reconnect and we can talk about our families and all that kind of cuz I watched Derek and Drew grow up and that was wonderful and and you know and obviously Sandy as well and um but he he's a really good guy and um you know um he definitely made me a better person Um, really setting me up for once, you know, once I was done playing. And um, so I I missed those kind of talks with him. um, But hopefully I can catch up with him soon the next time I'm in Greenville.
4: Yeah, and you you mentioned the family there. And and Mike, definitely the, the, I guess, the second most famous steal. Drew, an absolute legend still here in Greenville, as you could imagine, Reed. And uh, you mentioned Blue. How about Blue's right down the road head basketball coach at Green Central High School, so he returned to his old stomping ground, so we got Blue back in the area. And, Reed, I'm sure you played with some good players in high school and every night in college basketball, but well, what's that that separation like from a, a pretty good college player to a Blue Edwards, an NBA guy? Well, what was that like?
10: Oh, yeah. I mean, we you know we played against some really good teams when I was there, but I remember doing something else somebody had asked me you know and, and we and, you know we played against Steve Alford and we played against the Georgia Tech you know we played against a lot of good guys but I think once you look back and look at it and when and, and we were able to um you know witness him on a daily basis and um you know he was just he was just something special um and you know he had an unbelievable college career um that senior year and then you know um had a great m b a career i think he was in the league for ten years i believe um so yeah i mean he he's definitely the the best player that 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 i've that i've seen, and you know even when we you know we played those duke teams back in eighty six through ninety and you know um they got a lot of headlines, obviously being duke, but um yeah he's definitely the the best player that i've ever Played with and then obviously against in a practice situation.
4: Reed Lowe's joining us. Reed, if your stats are correct on sportsreference.com, you (laughs) attempted uh, 2.3 three pointers um, a game during your career here. One year it was 3.6, another year exactly 3. If you're playing in 2022, how many threes do you think you're jacking up a game?
9: (laughs) Ooh,
10: that would be that that coach steal would have had something to do with that, but. (laughs) I would think that that would have been fun to try to get at least ten up a game.
4: It's changed a lot, right?
10: Yeah, you see so many guys utilizing the three, and that, and even on this team that I watch, I watch the uh, you know the Jackson kid shoot threes, um, you know the Johnson kid, you know guys that are you know six eight, six nine that are, have the ability to stroke it from that three range and, um, yeah, it definitely, you know, it, it definitely has changed and uh, a lot of teams focus on that three and, you know, and I never really looked at that stat, but that's actually really interesting. You're only shooting two to three a game. And
4: you <laughs> and he probably know, thought you were shooting too much, right, Reed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he would have let me know. But, um, yeah, definitely,
10: uh, you see some of these box scores and guys are, you know, shooting, you know, 13 shots and 11 of them are from three. So it's really interesting.
4: Yeah, completely different ball game. Talking to Reed Lowe's today here on Pirate Radio Live. How much do you uh, – and you mentioned you had a son that played some basketball. Do you still kind of follow the game? You say you follow ECU a little closer this year. Do you watch, you know, college basketball, NBA on a, a nightly basis, Reed?
10: Yeah, I try to, you know, once I get settled in a little bit, I'll, I'll you know, I'll, I'll flip through and, you know, find NBA games and, you know – um and obviously, there's a college game that seems to be on every night. You know, two or three games to watch and stuff like that. So I like, I like, um, I like tuning in and, and, and catching some of the games. And um, and then obviously they they've got this. You know, they've got a big one this weekend, right? They've got to go to Houston. Yeah. I think so. I'll be, um, you know, I'll be paying attention to that. And it'll be interesting to see how they respond, right? They've gone from the highs of highs. With that Memphis win, and then all of a sudden they go to the lows of lows with that with the um second half the other night so I you know I imagine Joe's probably you know interested to see how they respond in Houston and see if they go out and compete and um because in Myrtle Beach we watch them play Oklahoma yeah and I mean they you know I think once they they if they can compete you know stay disciplined for 40 minutes they can sort of battle with a lot of people and and um so it'll be interesting to see how they respond on saturday
4: man we've talked about that this year reed i one of the most complete games they played was probably that second game in myrtle beach against old dominion uh but you had the first half against oklahoma then the first half against davidson which uh were really good it's just this pirate team can't put together two complete halves and also you talk about the last two games ecu comes back from a 19 point deficit they blow a 20 point lead Uh, one reason we like sports is because it's reality tv you never know what's going to happen but read the it's it's tough to explain right those momentum shifts uh in a college basketball game akeem richmond said it's a game of runs and that's the way it is right
10: Yeah, there's, well, he's definitely right. And, you know, I remember, you know, learning mostly, you know, first from from Charlie and then, then Mike, you know, we sort of broke the game down into like four or five minute games, right? Sort of first five minutes of the game, the last five minutes of the half, the first five minutes of the second half, and then the last five minutes of the game. And if you break them down that way, you can see where those runs happen. And I think the other night, it, and I again, I didn't watch it live, but you know, as I'm following the play-by-play on the ESPN app, you can sort of see what was going on a little bit. And and I think I commented on one of the platforms that it may have been one of those scenarios where they were, they were playing not to lose. Yeah, that's really really hard to do. And 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 a lot of people have have commented on that. And once you get into that situation and your mindset is there, sometimes it's really really tough to get out of it. Um and you know, it,
9: you know your hands
10: are tied a little bit because the momentum just you know they keep they keep banging threes on you and you can't get stops and then you might turn it over and you know everything just sort of falls out of out of, out of the uh, out of the basement a little bit so it's just um it's just one of those things where they you know I don't know that team that well and how they're made up in regards to leadership I think you know I try to think back when we we were playing that that was probably one of those times where you needed some floor leadership from one of the players rather than always coming from joe or the assistants to really look at guys and go listen we need to get some stops and string some stops together in order to stay in this thing and then try to close the deal and um and then go from there but i mean they look those kids they they want to win more than anybody so it's just you know i struggle sometimes because i know that the pirate faithful, um, you know, will will start hammering them a little bit, and um, some of that stuff is not warranted. What they say, and you know, so and with me being an ex-player, and you know, sort of some pride there, you know, I sort of take some, you know, sometimes offense to that kind of stuff. But sure. hey, look, they're 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 trying to um, they're trying to win games, the, you know, as much as they can. Those kids,
4: and man, there's another change from your playing days, right? Reed, like, how tough would it be for you to not? Go on Facebook or Twitter or an app after the game and see what people are saying about you. You know, like that that's all people do these days, right?
9: Yeah, it's
10: tough. I mean, listen, I've 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 crafted um, many um, tweets and have erased them um, <laughs> judgment. But um, yeah, it's just um I just think sometimes people react really quickly after the game. Yeah. And and some of the comments are, are you know, you get a sense like, you know, they don't know what they're doing. You know, Joe's this, Joe's that. I, I just know, and, and I'm sure you've talked to Mike and that team is really, really good. They, they've got some really nice pieces and um, you know, and Joe is, is really good at what he does. And, you know, so I'm excited for them, um, you know, to try to see what they do on Saturday and, and see how they close out this year. And then, you know, moving forward, because I think Joe's going to continue to get guys that can, that can play, um, you know, um, into Greenville, and, and and that's only a positive thing for that program.
4: Good insight from Reed Lowe's today. Reed, uh, East Carolina back to uh, their winning ways in football after a good year, and Cliff Goblin looking to get East Carolina back into a super regional in baseball. So pretty good time uh, to be a Pirate, uh, and hopefully you can get here to Greenville sometime and then check out a game, Reed. We'd love to uh, yeah. to have you here uh, and, and join us here in studio. Or if you get to a football game, definitely check us out on the Pirate uh, Radio tailgate zone
10: yeah i yeah no no question and I appreciate the offer and, and i I've got it I do want to get back i see the um i see the uh pictures of the baseball games and I would and I used to go to the games when I was in school and i yeah. loved going to them and but man, I'll tell you what a program they've built yeah, that is awesome to see and I guess they're are they ranked number eight? I think right now in the preseason poll or something like that.
4: Yes, yeah, as high as eight, which uh, which Cliff Godwin says ignored that read. But us fans, we can yeah. talk about it, right? He's
10: right. I saw that, and it, <laughs> it is true. That stuff doesn't
4: mean anything.
10: Yeah, to coaches and players, but the fans like to see it, and they can and they like to build on it a little bit. But um, that that place looks like it's an absolute um you know really cool place to watch a game no doubt hopefully i can get back to catch one of
4: those hey reed great talking with you today man appreciate it and uh and maybe we'll uh catch up with you later on in the year talk more basketball with you i really enjoyed it and uh glad to hear you're doing well and uh we'll uh we'll catch up with you again down the road reed thanks for joining us today on the show man
10: you got it i appreciate you guys
4: reed Loes joining us today on the pirate radio live line that was cool to uh to talk some basketball with the former Pirate and get his thoughts on what's going on today with East Carolina. All right, let's uh, take a break. We'll come back when we return. We'll talk about some games going on tonight in college basketball, and we'll look at the NFL divisional round as well. Jeff Nadeau, big man on campus, joins us when we return after this.
0: To hour two of pirate radio live now back to the show
6: welcome back Tommy's Express car wash come experience the difference at Tommy's now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road doesn't your car deserve it visit Tommy's Express car wash today now let's head back into PRL here's clip
4: alrighty back with you here on pirate radio live it is free beer Thursday on the show today so if you would like to an opportunity to win a 12-pack of Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda and a Pirate Radio hoodie. You can chime in on our Facebook, uh, or excuse me, our YouTube. We're going YouTube today. Subscribe to Pirate Radio TV on YouTube and chime in with your favorite East Carolina player of all time. Susan Deans just chimed in with Dwayne Harris. Newton is in with Shane Carden. Uh, Robert says Blue Edwards going back to the basketball days. And uh, let's see, what else do we got up here? We've got David Garrard from Kevin Cozart. Zeke Bigger, says John Moody. And uh, Robert says Musa Badian, a great center from the early 2000s uh, here with East Carolina basketball. Let's see uh, Jeff Nadeau. He's joined us to talk a lot of ECU over the past few years. He joined us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Jeff, uh, when you think East Carolina, you know, all-time favorite Pirate athlete, who stands out to you?
1: uh that's a great question i would probably say uh i would say
4: justin hardy probably justin hardy had uh hands you could count on and uh how about the guy who overtook justin hardy and broke his record for catches zay jones uh touchdown in the playoffs last week of course the raiders lose but good to see zay playing well and uh jeff appreciate your time back on the show man what a, a couple of games for the Pirates. They come back from 19 down to beat Memphis. And then the other night, they're up 20, and they lose to UCF. I'm used to seeing these comebacks in the NBA. But, man, uh, two comebacks like that, I've witnessed them both in Minji's Jeff. It's been crazy these last two games.
1: Yeah, I actually had uh, UCF the other night. It was probably the, uh, the best cover I've had. I mean, sometimes they work out for you, sometimes they don't you um, you're on the wrong side of that, but yeah, um, you know, but this is what uh, East Carolina, I didn't think they could do hang against teams, you know, be the, be the kind of thorn in team size. And that's what they've been. Uh, now they got to, you know, get back on the horse and, and, and go play a really good Houston team uh, in Houston, you know, which I, I guess if you want to play Houston, I mean, you know, this part of the season is the best part. I mean, without certain players, it hasn't mattered, though. They've just been rolling.
4: Yeah, not the team you want to face after uh, blowing the lead like that, but it will be the Cougars up next on ESPN2 uh, coming up this Saturday, East Carolina and Houston. Jeff, uh, let's look at tonight's action. Uh, just because there's a game coming up in 30 minutes, so we'll highlight it, uh, Georgetown at Providence. Providence, a big favorite at home, nine, uh, total at 142.5. Uh, any interest on this one coming up about thirty minutes from now?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not running the bet on Providence. Uh, I saw today they're going to be without AJ Reeves, one of their better players. Um, you know, they're always a good back at home, but you know, there's a lot of points. You got to lay doubles basically with this one. Um, you know, kind of a weird start time. Uh, maybe the um, the focus isn't completely there. Uh, you know, Georgetown's not great. So, yeah, I could see Georgetown maybe hanging in and and, and keeping this game close, But uh, I I didn't have much on it. I didn't play
4: it. Uh, Jeff, I know you like Purdue heading into the year tonight. Purdue is a a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road at Indiana, total of 140-and-a-half. What do you think about the Boilers to this point in the season? And how about particularly tonight when they take on the Hoosiers?
1: I, I still would have them towards the top of college basketball. If you're asking me about overall rosters, overall team, I think they're right there with Gonzaga and, and, and some of the others that are at the top. You know, this offense outside of Gonzaga is the best offense in America. Um, they're good from every part of the basket. Um, Jay Nivey is, I mean, one of the best players in the country, quite frankly. They have shooters galore. They defend. Eric Hunter might be the best defender in the country, and they got. Williams, who's all Big Ten player, and this kid Zach Eady, what a player he's turned into! Twenty or more in four of the last five games. I mean, you imagine Clip uh, having to face an individual that's seven foot four, three hundred pounds. I mean, it's it's just hard to, to to really understand. I mean, he's the second best offensive rebounder in America. He's the twenty first best defensive rebounder. He's got a block rate close to nine percent. Uh, he doesn't foul. I mean, it's just. It's an incredibly tough team to deal with. I think Indiana's going to have major issues. Zach Eadie made Coburn look mortal the other day. Uh, Trace Jackson Davis is hurt. I don't think it's a great matchup. Indiana generally has issues with these types of teams. I think Purdue just continues to get the job done. They didn't have a trouble the other night. They were the better team. Indiana continues to have turnover issues. That's problematic against uh, really, any team Purdue will make you make you pay for those. I laid the three and
4: a half. There. All right, liking the uh, the Boilers coming up tonight, Jeff. Couple of AAC games I want to ask you about. Memphis is a six-point favorite uh, now against SMU. Does this line tell you that what SMU's done so far maybe Vegas doesn't believe in because they've gotten off to a really good start in the American? Does it say that Memphis is maybe getting some guys back? Uh, well, you know, Memphis is so erratic. Do, you know, do they bounce back and, and win by more than six tonight against SMU?
1: Yeah, I think this kind of tells you that you're probably going to get not only uh, Nolly back, but DeAndre Williams as well. This mm. this game's probably one you want to keep an eye on. You know, you might you know, get some info a couple a couple minutes before, uh, and you, you take a shot here. Kind of starts to remind me a little bit of Kentucky last night. They kind of didn't make sense the number they were laying, and they ended up they ended up not covering, but they were in control. Yeah, why is Memphis a seven-point favorite? I mean, do you want to bet on them as a seven-point favorite? No, <laughs> it looks like that spot that they had a couple of weeks ago against Alabama. The difference right. here is, um, you know, SMU is not Alabama. So yeah, I um I, I think you're going to get some reinforcements back tonight for Penny, uh, and they'll have one of those games. Then they'll lose to like you know Tulsa or somebody. Yeah. So yeah, I, I uh I think this is the good game tonight. I think they win by double digits. I'm going to keep an eye on this one. Maybe bet it live.
4: Cincinnati, uh, a home favorite tonight, eight-point favorite over Tulsa, who uh, I think has hung in games but struggled uh, getting wins here so far this season. Uh, Pac-12 action tonight, Arizona at Stanford, UCLA, Utah, Washington, Oregon State, and the Zags, uh, Gonzaga in action tonight, big favorites over San Fran. So as you look at the rest of the slate, Jeff, anything uh, standing out to you for Thursday evening? Yeah,
1: I'll bring up two games. You mentioned Tulsa. Uh, Clip, look at their games in in this conference. Let me explain. SMU lost by five. Memphis lost by three. Temple lost by five. Houston lost by two. Uh, This team hangs in games. Anytime they're above two possessions, I think you have to take a shot with them. They do a lot of things that really bother opponents. They play zone, which will be good against Cincinnati. They can't shoot. They also don't turn the ball over Tulsa. They're good from the line, and they make threes. All recipes to stay in games. Uh, If you're going to give me eight points, I would lean Tulsa. Frank Haith. Not a great coach, not a good coach, not a bad coach. He's kind of in the middle. He bothers opponents. I kind of like Tulsa here. As far as Arizona, um, this is a really interesting game clip. You're not going to have fans tonight out at Maples Pavilion in Stanford. Uh, Tommy Lloyd, the coach at Arizona, has mentioned the turnovers have pro- been problematic in conference play, and It's had a lot to do with some of the crowds they've had to deal with. Um, and some of the road atmospheres they've had. It hasn't mattered, though. They have one of the highest scoring margins in the country. When they beat you, they beat you. Tonight, Stanford, who can't defend in transition, uh, Arizona's way bigger than they are. Um, I think Arizona gives them all sorts of problems. This one's been bet up from 9.5 up to, I think, 12. Uh, I played it in the middle. I like Arizona. I think they went big tonight.
4: Jeff Nadu joining us, looking at college hoops coming up tonight. Good slate of games, and uh, we got the divisional round of the NFL playoffs coming up on uh, Saturday and Sunday. You can hear the games right here on Pirate Radio. Jeff, what's your your favorite play of the weekend for NFL? Do you got one yet?
1: Uh, Yeah, I would say over 47, Bengals and Titans. I'm pretty happy with both these offenses. They've both been very good all season. They're both terrific in the red zone, scoring touchdowns, which, Clip, when you bet on NFL and you want overs, you need touchdowns, not field goals. The percentages, Tennessee, sixth in the NFL, Uh, Cincinnati, uh, they're approaching 60%. So I think both these teams score in the red zone. I don't love either defense. I think they'll kind of uh, collude and just kind of both give up 24-plus points. I think it's first to 28 wins. I'll take the better run game, the home team, lean Tennessee, but I like the over here. 47, I think, is a little too low. All
4: right, uh, Tennessee, uh, they're putting up some points. How about, did you, uh, we might have asked you about this one the other day. I mean, Bills, Chiefs, is, is this a, a toss up in your eyes? Who has the edge, in your opinion, in Arrowhead on Sunday?
1: The Bills have the edge. You look at the game clip. Um, Sixty-four percent of the bets are on the Chiefs, but eighty percent of the money is on Buffalo. Strong, sharp money coming in on Buffalo. I think Sharps are saying, "Look, we're going to get Josh Allen. We're going to get the uh, you know probably the, the the casino side here." I don't think novice betters are playing the Bills. They just don't. They trust Mahomes. They like Arrowhead. Doesn't matter when it comes to the Bills. They have the better defense. They have the better quarterback. At least at this point, to me. Uh, I want the Bills. I think they get some revenge and beat the Chiefs. I agree.
4: All right. Big man on campus, Jeff Nadu, joining us. If you want to talk uh, NFL, college hoops, he's always, uh, you know, answering questions on social media. Also, I got to see the show Gamora that you keep tweeting about, Jeff. I've never watched it.
1: Well, Cliff, I'll tell you this. Um, I think when you watch it, I think you'll have to tell yourself, I'm going to spend the next month watching the masterpiece that it is. <laughs> there are a lot of people that will never watch it because it's Italian and they don't like subtitles, but I'm telling you, trust me, I know what I'm talking about. I talk about the Mafia for a living, basically. Uh, it is the most vivid television show I've ever seen, uh, and I am I could watch it every day and never get tired of it. This season is out in 10 days uh, on HBO Max, so I'm I'm all ears. I can't wait.
4: I, uh, I've got all these streaming services now, so I, I kind of Google like best movies or movie recommendations. So I have really dipped my toe into a lot of foreign films, uh, that people rave about. So I am, uh, I'm not, a am not, a, not only am I not opposed to subtitles, i I have subtitles on while I'm watching regular shows. So I'm, I'm into it's it the
1: thing that I, I really respect about this show clip. And, and it, there's two things that I've highlighted about it that are, that are incredible, There are four seasons, including a film about this show, and in the four seasons that they have, I can count on one hand the amount of laughter I've seen in this show. There's Hmm. no forced comedy, there's no forced sexuality, there's no forced anything. It's vivid, it's realistic, it explains who these people are, vivid, sociopathic criminals that uh, kill people. It doesn't matter if you're a woman, a child, it doesn't matter. There's no funny things about it. It's just vivid and real. It's incredible.
4: Jeff Nadeau joining us with a shout-out to Gamora. Big man, uh, good luck tonight and this weekend. We'll be watching the hoops and the football and uh, chiming in with you on social media. Follow him on Twitter at Jeff N A D U, And uh, we appreciate your time as always, big man.
1: Always look forward to talking to you, Clip. Thanks, man.
4: All right, there he is. Jeff Nadeau joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. We will take a time out. come back and wrap up our number two of today's show we'll run over our list of names all you got to do to enter in to our free beer thursday giveaway contest you got to be 21 or older but head over to youtube subscribe to pirate radio tv jump in the chat box for our live show today and type in your favorite east carolina athlete of all time and we'll uh, run over the list of who we got so far we're doing our drawing in hour three so you got about 20 minutes left if you want to jump in head over to youtube now and be a part of it and sign yourself up for a great giveaway our bud light seltzer hard soda 12 pack giveaway also a hoodie a pirate radio hoodie could be yours as well more to go on pirate radio live we're back after this
0: listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Now, back to the show.
6: Welcome back. Did you miss a show on Pirate Radio? Well, you can listen to all of Pirate Radio's archived local programming by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Spotify. Subscribe today by going to the podcast app on your iPhone or Apple device and search for Pirate Radio Audio Archives. Now, let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Rock
4: all back with you here hour two of pirate radio live on our three hour tour got touchdown tony collins man his patriots took a whooping the other night we'll talk about that the rest of the nfl playoffs and also we'll crown our winner for today troy d alongside hello troy how you doing
11: doing good clip how are you i enjoyed uh, great. Reed read los yeah a blast from the past you know those those were back in my days in mengees late when it, 80s when it was just Minji's, there was no williams arena it was the wooden bleachers that you pulled out and uh, in fact a friend of mine posted a picture of morgan you might have seen it online uh morgan aylers from like 30 years ago back in the olden bleacher days in the mid 90s before they re- redid this i think it was like 96 they redid mengees but um it was rocking back in the CAA days. Yeah. We had some great times back then as a student. It was basically, you know, you just had left. It was like a big high school stadium. And the stu- it was standing room only kind of on the wooden bleachers. And it was a lot of fun back then.
4: I remember going as a kid. I was friends with uh, with Coach Steele's son, Derek. And, mm-hmm. we, you know, going to games when I was really young and how loud and how much fun it was. I don't even remember the games, really. I just remember... Uh, and he talked. Uh, Reed Lowe's talked about rivalry games with Wilmington.
11: Oh man, those playing Wilmington those games, CAA opponents. It, that was some of the best atmospheres I've ever, even to this day. Yeah. Just because the way it was built, how close you were to the court, how it was just right on top of. It, it was kind of like Cameron. How Cameron Indoor is that lower level
4: and I asked him I, I I called it like what of those hot games in Minji I don't know I just hot. remember it being
11: like it was always tight hot. and hot like yes. a high school gym it's exactly like said. right very humid yeah. no matter what the temperature was outside but uh, that was fun those were some great memories I wish I had like more videos of that
4: well now Troy's watching uh, <laughs> Jeff Blake in the Peach Bowl <laughs> Uh, I, we're just going down memory lane here today. Well, we
11: did. Uh, you know, we put this out here on social media. I've got to say, it's got a lot of traction. I want to, and I hope we can run it later. Maybe when Tony gets here, the audio. It's a two-minute cut, but uh, you know, Ron Franklin, who narrated this as the play-by-play voice, it his call of this is as spectacular as the game of the '92 Peach Bowl. Well,
4: Chandler, um, we did run this yesterday, as you. I, I know, but okay, I wasn't. right, here. I was just making sure you were.
11: Yeah. And I was uh, tied up yesterday, so I would love to hear it.
4: Yeah, we'll, we'll Maybe run that. An encore. And then the crowd pop at Doughty Ficklin on the interception by Van Eskridge. We
5: can listen to that a thousand Another times. Another great Ron care. Franklin
4: call. I mean, he called two of ECU's
11: best moments. He did. And, football and I great. will say, Ron Franklin and Mike Godfrey, for my money, was the Pat Summerall and John Madden of college. You know, they were as good of a duo in college as Summerall and Madden were in the NFL and th- those guys when they did your game it was a big time game and they brought a big time feel to it on the broadcast
4: no doubt i'm looking up uh, tim brando he uh he called it perfect when he was talking about the passing of uh, ron franklin i'm trying to to find that tweet where he said uh let's see uh let's see franklin Eh, I, I'll find the tweet in a moment. He had a uh, a great way to put Summed it. Summed it up pretty good. In his passing. I'm trying to find it. But anyway, Ron Franklin. When I I think of those ECU moments, but I also think of like SEC Saturday night. Yeah. Things like that. And mm-hmm. the, just the golden pipes uh, that he had. He had a great voice. Yeah. So uh, it's synonymous with college football, big games, like you yeah. said. Uh, and we'll talk more about that when Tony Collins is here. Coming up in Hour 3. What I was about to get to, Troy D., is we're doing a giveaway today and uh you can chime in on this I, I don't know if i know your exact answer i know the era you're gonna say uh but i'm asking everyone's favorite part favorite pirate athlete today on youtube which sport uh any sport mm, gosh favorite athlete Favorite. don't pirate. pull a bryce williams on me god dang gosh bryce <laughs> i asked him like <laughs> one it took him a good five minutes to come up with a winner for one of the playoff games yesterday <laughs> I said you had to know he, you were yeah, going to bring this up. He
11: is not good on this fly. He's very non-committal. Yeah, yeah when it comes to asking questions, Bryce, <laughs> what's your favorite and color? It's like oh, hes ju- it's, it's like he's dang. taking the
4: SAT.
5: Like, yeah. him, like
4: he's trying to get
11: into like, college. There's no wrong answer. Just answer oh, yeah. the yeah.
4: question. I appreciate him taking it seriously. And he, he must doesn't have needed like five
11: hours to take the SAT. Oh, oh my God! They must have allowed a, allowed special time for him. Or they
4: something. let me go to overtime.
5: Yeah. Uh, Clip. Is this the Tim Brando tweet you're talking about? Just heard the news of the passing of the human
4: larynx human larynx that's what i was looking for i knew he had a uh, a phrase in there the, the human, human larynx, larynx hmm. of Ron- uh, how are you going to say that word by the way larynx okay. i
5: was on the, i was on that path yeah let, okay. wait, wait,
4: let me see it larynx and you're starting to veer off that path a little bit Where is it? maybe run off the road uh,
6: that's larynx
4: larynx larynx larynx, larynx. larynx. There's, no, there's no n in there
6: it is but Between it's like the y and the larynx larynx how do you say it? Larynx. Larynx. <laughs> it's it's larynx. larynx. Sorry, my, gonna, my southern accent is coming out. Google larynx. It
11: See, larynx. Have
4: the you can Google
6: things. Yeah, yeah. D-
11: d- d- you, know, you can hit. Google
6: I'm telling they'll you, they'll I tell know you what I'm talking about. I
11: tell
4: you what, none of it. us are larynx. the human larynx. 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 but he went on to say, I prefer, larynx. He went
5: on to say, I prefer remembering him for the incredible voice and talent he possessed. A perfectionist, he needed and demanded a level of concentration of himself and those around him. An outdoors, outdoorsman like Kurt Gowdy, rest in peace.
11: All right, Mike All right. online saying it's Lorax. <laughs> uh, that was the Dr. Seuss uh, that it was yes. yeah.
4: uh head over to YouTube. Last call, uh you need to subscribe to Pirate Radio TV and chat uh on our chat box, type in your favorite ECU athlete. You'll be entered in with a chance to win today's prize. It's Free Beer Thursday, twelve pack of Bud Light Seltzer hard soda variety pack. We've also got a hoodie we're giving away today, nice. Troy D. Yeah. So we got it's a lot of addition. answers in and uh we'll run over um, these in the five o'clock hour i gotta answer i gotta answer away. your question do you have an answer
11: yeah i do yeah hold oh, no. on
4: let me guess first all right i mean it's got to be either jeff blake or
11: robert jones i would think
5: i am going to go robert jones
11: i'm gonna say jeff blake well one of you's right and one of you's wrong and that's a good guess that it would be down to those two guys uh i just if i gotta pick one man this guy just kept you in the game every single time and magic could happen anytime this guy touched the ball he's still the greatest quarterback in ECU history Jeff Blake. All right.
5: Now if we were both wrong I was going to go the Luke Fisher route I mean Luke was
11: uh, one of the greatest tight ends in history and
4: scored the greatest touchdown in history Did you hear the segment yesterday where we were talking about Luke Fisher? I missed it. Good
11: What did y'all bash him?
4: No I I thought you might you definitely have me in your office for a meeting (laughs) potentially fire me when I didn't know his, his jersey number and i did uh 91 wasn't it yeah yeah and uh i felt pretty ashamed by that it's
11: okay clip i'll give you a pass on that thank
4: you appreciate yeah. that i, I, I was
11: I, I was eight nine years old that's so okay give me a you break don't have to know his jersey number okay all right as Thanks, long as you George. respect him as a player in person I, res- great guy too. I respect him if you were talking bad about him
4: never would i do that i just couldn't remember the dang jersey number. yeah
11: no that's fine okay can, good. i'm not gonna be upset about that
4: all right well i take stuff like that seriously yeah i know well, so. oh, boy,
11: yeah you're a little too hard on yourself, Clip.
4: Now, if I said, what Peach Bowl Pirate does Troy like to imitate the most and do the voice, it would be Robert Jones. <laughs> Troy. He, he always, every time he joins the Brian Bailey show, he always says, Troy, Brian, I'm going to be on your show. Robert Jones. Got, great interview.
11: I texted him the other night. Uh, was they? We oh, exchange, yeah. We exchanged some uh, communications. I don't We were a little personal, but... Um, I didn't reach out to him after the uh game was Zay.
4: I know he's uh <laughs> he was happy after that one, even though the Raiders lost. Zay had a great year.
11: Yeah, uh, I mean I think he was a little Well, yes and no. Uh you know but i don't know I, don't what I could know share. That. it was a private conversation okay. so i don't want to share it All with, right.
4: but Fine. i'm just saying well i've seen some of his social media posts while Zay's playing I, and yeah yeah no he's
11: very proud of zay i don't mean <laughs> yeah. to the, the, i don't mean to take it in that direction yeah i think there were some other things he's he's not as happy about but okay. you know, but Rob, the one thing i like about robert is he's not afraid to have an opinion that is true he keeps it you real know, <laughs> a, a lot of guys just are kind of blah and just oh i don't want to upset anybody you know yeah. robert will tell you how he thinks he speaks his truth yeah uh, Uh, big robert jones fan we got a few
4: uh nominees coming in stan says nick johnson is his favorite pirate athlete had a great pick and almost a pick six against virginia tech in in charlotte Charlotte. yeah uh fred says steve logan with his second favorite being james pink well steve logan's not a
11: pirate athlete and, and I you know, did pirate, say, a uh, pi- pirate athlete."
4: I did say before it could just be a student, like it could be me or Troy. So uh, it's fine uh, if you cool. nominate a coach. Uh, Shane Carden's uh, a great candidate. Carden has been said by multiple people I, I'm to this should, point.
11: Uh, you know, Shane Carden's uh, awesome pirate. I've, I've enjoyed getting to know him. Mike P said,
4: "CJ2K." We had a Blue Edwards uh, from Robert Troy D. Yeah. Who's your all-time favorite basketball player?
11: Ah, <sighs> that's a good. I would say I. Think, oh, let me. I I, 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 I have it. Can I take a guess? I, you're probably going to get it uh, oh. let, 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 let me ask you this position what position is he he's a guard I think a point guard yeah you're going to get it Lester Lyons yep I
4: yeah. know Troy God, better than Troy me, knows I know
11: Troy. Lester Lyons the quarterback of the 93 dream team <laughs> yeah
6: <laughs> the dream team that,
11: that went to the NCAA tournament no team since has been how many people in this room have been have witnessed ECU in the big dance in person Raise your hand. You I'm mean? raising my hand. No one else. Chandler wasn't born. Congratulate. Right. My point. That's I how was, special it was. That was five years before I was even born. <laughs> that's what I'm saying that's how special it was that like, was
5: that was my dad's favorite some of you, too, you guys didn't
11: even exist it hasn't happened since i was lucky enough to be there in winston-salem to witness lester
5: lyon's it. a friend and a visitor of the pirate radio tailgate
4: i time. know i
11: talked to him this fall it was awesome to see him again but uh, he was an exciting player he was kind of the jeff blake of the basketball court
4: how many people watched east carolina in the tournament in my parents living room live? <laughs> that, that was just none of y'all were there just me <laughs> Uh, I do remember that Troy. You D. remember my story when I was there.
11: I was a student then, yeah. And I was gonna buy the T-shirt with had the ECU logo <laughs> and the seven other teams that were in that region, and whatever region you know, Southeast Regional, whatever it was called. Troy back D's then. biggest regret. And it, right it was here. like twenty bucks back yeah. then for the T-shirt. I'm like twenty oh, dollars. I was like I don't know. You know what? It's got UNC's logo on it too. I don't know if I'd want to wear that with ECU's logo because they were that's who we were matched up against. So it had all the teams' logos that were in that region i was like i'll just get one next year
4: yeah we're gonna make it again yeah
11: who in this room wasn't even on earth moral to the story don't wait till next year what you can do right now clip yeah especially there may not be a next year is what i'm saying folks man and i'm still waiting for for next next year year.
4: (laughs) (laughs) 30 years later i'm still waiting no wonder troy is so confused by time he's still waiting for next year when ecu will be in the tournament all it
11: takes is a conference championship that's i mean literally they're just what i do is win four games four games away in the tournament it's easy just get hot it's at the right so time. easy
4: i tell you what if ecu would have uh finished it off the other night Troy would be in here saying is this the year is, is, it? This, well, is this, year. this the year and then
11: you got houston if you knock houston off at houston hey we're back i mean then we're all of the a sudden back. you're building on something right there I mean, there. we did it last year it was at home i know needless to say but yeah in front of a uh, hundred people <laughs> maybe now, not that, even you that want to talk about a storm the court situation yeah if we didn't have this bs COVID deal last year and Minchies is packed last year what an awesome storm of the court situation that would have been. We would have had. We would have been two for two these last two years of storming the court. Yeah. Well, at least we got one in this year.
4: Yeah. All right. Let's uh, – John Moody says, can you imagine? Imagine what? I don't know. What are we imagining? Yeah.
11: I haven't even said ACU that in a while. Going to the
4: tournament? You'll say it. I haven't said it in a while. I don't know. Let's take a break. We'll come back.
11: How's the weather outside? Frightful. Frightful. <laughs>
6: I don't care about the weather. Oh, you care the about the weather? I don't want to talk about the weather.
11: I texted him earlier this week. I said, hey, have you seen the forecast? What are your thoughts? <laughs> We're expecting he text back? five to eight possible <laughs> inches. Fair weather, idiot. He did not text me. Back. They're going to be out there.
5: Look, they're going to be out there practicing tomorrow, and he's going to tell his players just that like it's not cold. Yeah. yeah.
4: Pretend, don't worry about it. Yeah. Coach, the ball is literally getting stuck in the snow.
11: Feel Got the it. damn ground ball. I don't we want Just act like there's no snow there. <laughs> we can't see the ball because of the snow. <laughs> Find it. <laughs> All
9: right.
11: <laughs> They're going to have to play with one of those yellow softballs. Right. Tony Collins, always oh, early, in. is in he's the green there. room
4: ready to go. We will talk to touchdown Tony Collins and have our free beer Thursday winner when
11: we return. And uh, going to relive the magic of Ron Franklin. And the greatest touchdown in the ECU history clip. Can we promote that? You just did. Okay, I mean, I just want to make sure. I don't want to overhype it if we're not going to run it. Can we run it? Yeah, we can run it.
0: Okay, I just want to make
11: sure. I just want to get you on record. <laughs> right, I'm on the record. I can't wait to hear this. If we don't run it, Troy can I, sue me. I've only heard it 500 world. times, and I'm just as excited to hear it next. Will Fisher score this time? We'll, God, I hope so. We'll I still get nervous. Go. I still get nervous. Pass is caught let's see let's see <laughs> fisher will score oh, yeah. hold on ron. <laughs> all right let's let's see now knee, knee might have been down see, you know what was great about mike godfrey in that call we'll- he let ron franklin work we'll hear it and he stayed quiet
4: we'll hear it when we return hour three pirate radio live after this <laughs>
0: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates. And proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
6: Welcome back. Domino's of Greenville has three locations to take care of you. Take advantage of the week-long carry-out deal of all three topping pizzas for only $7.99. Order online today at dominoes.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip.
4: All righty. Back with you here on Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. Clip Rock. Touchdown Tony Collins in the house. Say that one more time.
12: In the house.
4: Troy D's in the house. Hello.
12: Too. Good to see you guys. Hello. 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 What's up, Troy? Good
11: to see you, TC.
12: Come on, brother. Looking good. You feeling good? Feeling good, too.
11: Tony's in a great mood today. Tony's always in a good mood, but man, he was extra <laughs> bopping in here. <laughs> So we skipping in here.
4: I thought we might get him on a bad day after what happened to the Patriots. But yeah. I guess he's they far. They got a
11: shellacking. Then they. Oh my God. <laughs> they got killed <laughs> What happened? Like a bulldozer. I did game, send man. you a text during the game. Yeah, I know. I, Why didn't you it, respond? I was sad, man. It was just—it was just a really. It wasn't sad a day. taunting text. It was almost like a concern. Like, are you okay? Text was just like. but I was welfare getting so check? many. Yes, I, it was what? I, was, check. I was
12: getting so many. I was like, man, this is
11: this is really bad. I did a welfare check and then I didn't get a response. <laughs> I'm like, now I'm more worried. Especially I, you. It's
4: uh, like a parent concerned <laughs> for years, Tony, and you rag everybody, but on Facebook you really get after the Bills man Oh yeah. Yeah, well, I'm
12: from that area. You know. Most of my friends are Buffalo Bill fans, and I hate the Buffalo Bills.
11: The best part, I thought and you saw it after, I'm still going to burn the Bills jersey. Because <laughs> I guess you are going to do that if the Patriots won, you are going to burn a jersey. Yeah. Did you do it? No. I, oh. I was like, I never saw the jersey get burned.
4: <laughs> well, uh, we'll talk more playoffs later on. And, and Troy, also have uh, found an article, the uh, odds for the Bears next head coach. We'll run over some well, okay.
11: Yeah, there's a lot. I will say this, for the Bears, uh, they're interviewing a lot of people. I'm a little concerned they're putting too much weight into uh, Bill Polian, who is uh, guiding this thing. So, I have a feeling we're going to end up with someone from the Colts. Well, they have to hire a GM, too, right? They are hiring a GM, also. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm just afraid he's going to just put one of his buddies in there. Yeah. Not the what's the best fit. It's a little embarrassing for the Bears organ. It kind of tells you where they are as ownership. Embarrassing. That, embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, embarrassing. <laughs> that they can't function have a functioning search without the help of someone else i know you know you're you're you're, you've been born in this industry you've been in it your whole life the whole family and you don't know enough and have enough contacts in the nfl to be able to run the search yourself well we talk about it with
4: college when they bring in these search things the nfl that's almost complete that's that's even worse almost i know
12: yeah
11: like this is that's all you guys do that's all you've ever done and they can't do the search themselves. They, they need to go after the coach that got fired from the Dolphins. They've well. interviewed him, and a lot of fan, a lot of people like him. Yeah. And uh, the problem is, once again, they're putting it in Bill's hands, and he may do what's best for him and not what's best for the Bears. And there's no accountability because once his job's done, he's, a, he's an assa- a hired assassin, basically. Once he hires this guy, he's gone. So whether it works out or not, they, they can just blame him on it.
4: All right. Well, I'll tell you what, before we move on, let's crown our winner for today, Troy D. We're giving away a 12-pack of the Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Variety Pack. Also, a sweet Pirate Radio hoodie, which I'm wearing right now. A large. And I say this, Troy D., 100%, I mean this. I think you gave me a compliment the other day, and then you followed that up. But I don't like everything you do. If I don't like it, I just don't say anything. Sure. Well, I'm the same way. Uh, if I don't like something, I won't come out and say, hey, that sucks. I just won't and say I'm anything.
11: you just to be quiet. Yeah.
4: This is the most comfortable hoodie I own. And awesome. I own a ton of hoodies.
11: That's fantastic. I
4: like Tony, to I'm not just saying this to say it.
3: I, I have one.
11: Yeah. Is it not a comfortable
3: it, it, it hoodie? Is, it is. Yeah. Com- Tell me this ain't a comfortable it hoodie. It
11: is comfortable. Thanks to our friends at University <laughs> Sports, <laughs> Sports. Tell me it's not the greatest piece of clothing you've ever worn. <laughs> University Sports, we the official apparel provider to Pirate Radio, and they can also make your hoodies. And All you right. could be saying that about your business organization or event. There you go. Contact us today at University Sportswear ENC.
12: It's just like this hoodie I got. On
11: right now, now that is, is a different is style. But it's that a, is also It feels so good, very yeah, comfortable. That is a limited edition. We did those as uh, basically Christmas gifts, and it is that is the sport kind of tech material. There, mm-hmm. it's like the athletic material, which a guy like you I know knows and loves, and you you fill it out so well, Tony. <laughs> I mean, you it do. makes you look even more athletic than you are. Uh, does it? Yeah. Okay. Look yeah. jacked in that thing. <laughs> Don't working out.
4: Can I get back Go on track here? <laughs> yeah. But Clip, you look
11: very comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Thank you.
4: Please stop touching me.
9: <laughs>
4: very cuddly. please stop touching (laughs) me. All right. Uh, Troy D., I broke out the random number generator. Oh, it is.
11: I always thought this was a joke. You love the random
4: number generator. Yes, I do. Can I do it one time? Actually, uh, I got to update it because we have 21 entries. 21, all right. So we're going to 1 to 21. We're going to get a sequence. And uh, I'm going to hit again three times. Okay. And the number on the top. Is what we're going with. And I have every person who's in a number beside their name. Okay, Okay.
11: fair enough. To to this the first did time you say you wanted to I'll do it the first time all right go ahead. so let'll see all right there we go, there one, we go. one two, two and th- uh, so the winning number is 14 clip and number 14 <clears throat> did you see the second number that came up on the second random generator it was yeah. my favorite number. Remember that from before? Yeah, but I already forgot it. It was 11. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, but that was only on the second Is that tr- Didn't know you were when you played soccer? It was. Okay. Yeah. How'd you know? I was just
12: guessing. Great, great guess. guess. <laughs> yeah. That was a great, great guess.
11: guess. It was.
4: Number 14 is a guy that we saw here, Shirley, not too long ago in the Pirate Radio studios. Uh, our buddy Ray, longtime Pirate Radio listener. Remember Ray Farrell from back in the day? He's like hang out, watch the show. Ray
11: Ray, like started listening to us like when he was (laughs) twelve. Yeah, and he looked like he was twelve when he was at school, and now he's like has like grandkids. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
4: Had been working with Virginia Tech. Now he's back working uh, at East Carolina. Oh, really? I've seen Ray. uh, I think he's remote, um, but he came by and uh, dropped by the studio. Awesome. Ray is our winner. So Ray, if you could uh, contact us, send us a message. We will get. uh, Actually, got to come pick it up. So next time. Ray Farrell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ray Farrell. Yeah. Next time you're around the area, we'll have this here waiting for you.
12: Fantastic. He, is, he kin- is he kin to that
4: actor? Uh, Steve was asking. Uh, Will what-
12: Farrell's
11: uh, nephew, okay. actually. The hoodie's a large, by the way, that we give away. So.
4: Uh, Ray's favorite. So what you had to do, Tony, today is chime in with your favorite pirate okay. of all time. Uh, Ray's was Dwayne Harris. Who, yeah. That's good uh, if I to the fire if i only had to name one i'd probably go with Dwayne. i would like to break it down and that would be your all, all time watching him play yeah huh. I, I, I would say Dwayne harris yeah uh of course troy you said tony collins right was your favorite part
11: no i said jeff blake <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, sorry tony yeah, no I'm, love i'm yeah.
12: okay i'm okay
4: but he did say his second favorite was robert jones so, <laughs> yeah. again That's not funny. you yeah
11: Sorry, Tony, you're so old, I, I, I never I'm, got to see you
12: play I'm, I'm here. I'm on the list somewhere down the line. You're, you're on the
11: list. You're yeah, my, I'm on the list. You're one of my favorite pirate I'm personalities. I'm on the list. I'm on yeah. the list. So. You, yeah, you definitely make the, the list. are probably your favorite my, off-field I pirate. I got to go down In my power numbers. rankings of off-field yeah, pirates yeah. personalities, you're right up there, buddy. You're top three. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel better. <laughs> Tony, who's your favorite pirate
4: athlete of all time?
12: Favorite pirate athlete of all time? And you
4: can't say yourself.
12: Huh, I can't send myself. Oh, man, that's that's a tough one, man. Bunk.
4: <laughs>
12: nah, that, that
11: won't be it. <laughs> that's for old-time pirates. There's
12: a lot of good guys who I play with, man, but there's a certain guy who I roomed with for three years. Um, his name was Mike Hawkins. Uh, my favorite pirate. All right. My roommate. I like that. I, I got a personal
4: guy. story with yep. it. So good stuff. Um, Chandler, who'd you say your favorite? Did we ask you? Who's your favorite pirate?
5: Uh... I was thinking about it. I, you can go with Dwayne Harris, Shane Carden, all the greats. Uh, mine would be probably Zeke Bigger because I remember way before he was even a starter on our defense, he played special teams. Oh, yeah, he, special and, teams. And he was gaming. on the kickoff for, uh, the kickoff team. Yep. And we noticed, me and my dad going to the games, we noticed, like, who is number 44? Like, he, he'll just go down. It, it doesn't matter if you have the ball or not. He'll just, you know, knock the crap out of you. And I brought a buddy to a game with me one time, and he was like, so who do we need to watch out for? I said, you need to watch out for this number 44 right here. I think this was like his freshman year. I said, you need to watch 44, and it was against Houston. And the return man for Houston like, it took like five steps, and there was Zeke Bigger. And just laid him out, and then obviously he ended up being a, a leader on that defense. So.
4: Also a go to guy when it came to interviews. He was a great talker. Yeah, he ran countless sound bites
12: from yeah. Zeke. Bader I was going to say that and and the, Zeke
5: was all, all talk to and the personality that he had was a was a now what's awesome.
12: the what's the running back's name? I can't I can't think of his name. The running back, Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson. I, I can't believe that because he, he's my second because his name came up a lot Chris Johnson was one of the most exciting players to watch because every time he he touched the ball he had the opportunity to take it to the house
4: here's a good list Troy that kind of spans times Dwayne this is from Charles Dwayne Harris Jeff Carr and MoFo Morris Foreman who I kind of remember. I wish I was a little bit older so I could appreciate it. Morris Foreman a little bit more. Yeah, every time he I, was a linebacker that also like returned punts and stuff, right? Yeah, like he a was
12: linebacker like, that returned punts. Yeah, Steve. I believe so. Yeah,
11: uh, and every time I think of Jeff Carr, I think of like the bridge of his nose just bloody. Like he was one of those guys, linebacker was just always like in the middle of it.
4: Didn't he also have the big thing coming out of the back, the a neck roll? Yeah, the, you remember that? <laughs> I think Tony, he did. Yeah, back in your day, the I love linebackers. Neck yeah. <laughs> yeah, neck roll. The I'd be like roll? a receiver wearing a neck. Roll.
11: I just think they look badass.
4: Uh, now everybody's kissing Tony's butt. We got Tony Collins from Kenny Curling. Oh, and Steve on. said Anthony Collins. Oh, now you're pandering, uh, people. Uh. You're
12: pandering.
11: <laughs> I could have done that, and even I chose not to. I know. I'm
12: impressed see, with you. But you guys did. didn't see me play, so you don't oh, yeah. know how you don't know how good or how bad I was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we're we're having to take other people's
11: word for it. How do we even know you deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? What if they lied to us?
4: Wait, I hate to bring this up, but Troy did see you play live one game.
11: Yeah, I did. He didn't I, look too good. I, I, was a Super Bowl I, yep. <laughs> I'm the only person in the studio, raise your hand, who saw Tony Collins play a game. Damn. Once again, I'm the only one raising a hand. Got me again. Uh, uh, so anyway, weird. there yeah. you go. Good stuff. All right, congratulations to Ray. Although in your defense, in your defense, you did go against the greatest defense pretty in the much. history of the NFL. Yeah, pretty
4: much. So. Was that team uh, talking junk, Tony? Those Bears. Oh, uh, the whole game. Yeah, yeah I can yeah, imagine. That's, that's, what's like? What's some of are mean, the who were I mean, the just, best junk I mean, talkers on that
11: I mean. team? Richard Dent, nah, the fridge.
12: Rich, actually, Richard Dent didn't call, talk too much. What's McMichael? the linebacker name number fifty-five? I can't think of his name. Oh, it's Singletary. No, not Singletary. Singletary was fifty. Singletary He just He just he, looked at he you, you He just, just stared you. you down With those big <laughs> yeah. eyes But I, I can't forget the, I can't uh, remember the He's a 50 His number was 55 He's the outside linebacker Talked uh, plenty uh, I mean the whole game He talked uh, McMichael No He was a linebacker McMichael's
4: a Otis Wilson Fifty five. Fifty five. Whoever he oh, was. Oh yeah, he was. That's who I got yeah for the Bears. Yeah. He was, oh, the
12: whole game. I was so him. tired of him talking.
4: Do you remember Ron Rivera played at all? Going, was I, he a good? Was he a good linebacker? I was going to ask about Ron Rivera.
12: Uh he, he was. Uh, he played special teams. He hmm. he didn't start on on defense. Okay.
4: Uh there you go, Troy. D. Today is Troy D Memory Lane Day. We're going to play some Ron Franklin here in a moment. <laughs> so eighty five Bears. Old eighties, ECU basketball. We're getting it all in getting today. Getting me all choked up here.
11: Yeah. Uh, you're helping me with the weather situation. You want to hit the uh, the Franklin? Yes, I calls? do. God, right. this don't. If you're listening right now, I urge you. If you're getting ready to get Hello out of your car, can you if tell getting me getting who switch, this Franklin guy is? Hold on a second. Don't everybody go hold on a second. <laughs> hold on a second. Let's see. You're Let's get, see. Let's hear. Let's you're hear. we are getting ready to hear the greatest moment. The greatest moment. Listen, Tony. I'm listening. Let me finish. Okay. The greatest moment in ECU football history. The greatest moment. Yes. Ever. Yes. Ever. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Ever. (laughs) Yes. Okay. All right. Now that we got that out of the way. (laughs) The 1992 Peach Bowl played January 1st, 1992. ECU over NC State. Pirates were down by 17. They had to come back from 17 points with about, I think they had like seven minutes to go in the game. You've heard of it? You've heard about game this, game. Yeah. Luke okay. Fisher right. scored the I winning touchdown from a pass from Jeff Blake. Ron Franklin, the legendary Ron Franklin, rest in peace, was on the call with Mike Godfrey. Oh, he's the announcer? Yeah. Okay. He okay. had just I passed away this week. Probably oh, called okay. Tony That's, Collins. Yeah. He, oh, he, oh he, he announced that game. Yes, he announced okay, the game cool. with Mike Godfrey. And. Guy has a great voice. Dr. Jerry Punch on the sidelines. Uh, yeah,
4: Dr. Jerry Punch. Dr. Punch.
11: This was the call. So, in memory of Ron Franklin and the greatest moment in U football history, Courtesy of our friends at ESPN, take it away. 40, left of the ball game.
0: back in uh, in him I think you're right good heavens
3: what a comeback 132 left in the game and East Carolina trying to make it a three-point lead
12: he's got it North Carolina State just a moment ago led by 17 points
2: I believe has been their theme all year
11: there is the crowd, the dude. Yeah, the crowd. It still gives me goosebumps.
4: The and crowd just
5: went on and on for like
4: a minute. And we said it yesterday on the show. Ron Franklin, the, the the veteran play-by-play voice, let the crowd do the talking in that yes. moment. Yes. and you Pass is go- caught. Fisher will score, and yes. then it was just. And you crowd didn't hear Mike Godfrey
11: step over him or anything? Yeah. That well, that's, that true. is the classic how you do broadcasting, yeah. folks. Kids dude, today me, yeah. listening, this is how it's done and I still have I gotta find my peach bowl turf I have about a yard of the end zone of purple and gold oh, peach bowl, bowl turf I should bring in here for show and tell one ah, day how much I bet you the guy at Tailgate Classics, my buddies over there, Cam Cameron, yeah. would probably pay me a fortune for that turf. How much do you think you get for it? Well, a lot. <laughs> a lot. Let's try it out. How much, how much you think you get you for it? Why don't you go see? How much? Because I don't
12: want to sell it. Well you can but, ask him. What if they gave you what if they gave you a million dollars? Would you sell it? Yeah. Uh, yeah,
4: I know. <laughs> oh, I, no, I want you to ask how much would you pay for this? Well, I want to
11: find it first so we can evaluate it. How much, much did much. you
4: bet that he would pay a fortune, by the way? I just I, feel
11: like no, he likes ECU collectibles. Grass? very different how many people have peach bowl grass for sale not a lot exactly raise your hand <laughs> i'm the only one in the studio racing that's hand. three times today troy d yes tony you want some grass no i don't <laughs> i also have grass from the orange bowl when we beat uh, hey, miami tony.
4: tony i got some grass i'll say
11: in uh, 1996 <laughs> and i've got grass from ficklin stadium when it was just back when we beat uh you, that was the what, Pittsburgh game. Were you a grass
12: collector or something? It was hey, turf. You had a green thumb,
11: Tony. <laughs> I collected field field back then. Like, it, would, it was part
4: of my collection. What well, would be cool somehow if you could repurpose it, like, in your backyard as, like...
11: Well, uh, my dream was always to get it, like, in a plexiglass container. And like, it could be your plexiglass. And, and, <laughs> ooh, I like that. Thank you. With a label of when the game was, the date, and I call it actually, like, literally a piece of history. And it would be the turf of... of of these great games. So that's what you dream about. So, <laughs> I've just never put it together yet. I, I, I got, still I haven't. I got a question. Is the, is the grass still green? Uh, well, the Peach Bowl grass, I got the painted. It was purple gold out so of the So is end it purple? Zone. It's half and half. I, I pulled it up out of the end zone where the letters were. Yeah, yeah. So half of it's purple, half of it's gold. I got it. I would like to try and I've got it in my storage unit. So I got to uncover it and I want to see what it looks like now. Do you have like a mini lawnmower <laughs> that you use hey, to like what, cut the grass every what, so hey, often? When's
12: what, the last time you've seen
11: it? <laughs> I've probably laid eyes on it. I would say it's probably been about, uh, it's possible it's been about four years ago. It might so be is dead. Is it a storage what, unit? It's, uh, what, it's not definitely. growing grass. <laughs> of course it's dead, Tony, but it's painted. <laughs> it might be grass. eight feet tall now. <laughs> yeah. But it, oh, man. I have it in a big cardboard box wrapped in like tinfoil. Oh, to protect it. Uh Redbeard said, I
4: hope they ban Troy D from that store if he walks in with a bag of dead grass. <laughs>
11: All right, I'm not going to share stuff with you guys anymore. If this is if this is the attitude and behavior I'm going to get, <laughs> it's fine. It.
4: But to say that that guy would pay a fortune for your grass is a little All right, I should say it. this.
11: It's worth a fortune who to wants y- to buy it. To
4: you, <laughs>
11: maybe not so much to other yes, people, I don't know. It's priceless to
4: me. Now maybe uh, Now if I
11: could only find it in my store unit,
4: <laughs> I tell you, you ought to sell it to uh Luke Fisher. Say, hey Luke, oh, I got I a piece of history right here. You're right. It can be yours for two point four yeah. million dollars. Like a
11: lot of people have the goalposts. Like I've got a piece of the goalpost, they cut it up and they sold it. I think it. you
12: should give it to Luke Fisher, man, like just like for a gift or something.
11: Because of because of him. It's the reason you got the grass. Well, it's the whole. It's not just him. he's one player on a great team. Yeah, but it's he caught the reason. ball. Well, if he wouldn't throw it, if he would have
12: dropped the ball, then you know, I mean, you know, you should, I, you should give him the grass. Give him the weed, man. <laughs> Hand it over.
11: Hey, you got the grass. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure Luke you got water. that good
12: grass.
4: <laughs>
11: Wait, why are you giving this to me? What (laughs) what the hell am I going to do with it? I tell you what,
4: you might get in trouble if you give that to somebody. Or if you mailed it and the police intercepted it. They're like, what is it? This is a new strain we haven't seen yet. Yeah, Is this that Purple Haze stuff?
11: It's even better. It's thirty years old. Yeah, aged. Yeah. Now it really could be valuable.
4: Oh man, have you ever tried to smoke the Troy? No, I have
11: not. Okay, I'm just curious. You just
12: hallucinate I mean, you being at the peach ball again. It puts you right I've back. Got to, at I've County got this
11: in here and show it to you guys. You smoke that, you'd be like, but it's like what? Me? <laughs> it's like the holy grail, a football turf. Uh, like uh, for me to let you touch it would be a big deal. Like, this is he like, you don't the even know where it is.
12: I don't, <laughs> don't want to
11: touch your dead
12: hey, grass. You know you He don't even know like, where it is. I can find it. I bet it. it's going to take about an hour and a half to find the grass.
4: <laughs> I can
11: go outside right now but, hey, Troy, I found
12: it. <laughs> <laughs> and paint it purple and gold. <laughs> yeah. Troy, this is your grass.
11: Nah, <laughs> you can never duplicate it.
4: <laughs> oh, dear. That's funny stuff. Uh, Shirley, <laughs> hey, can we hear another Ron Franklin call? Yes. This is one of the greatest Absolutely. crowd pops in Dowdy ficklin history, and it was not a sold-out stadium for that Conference USA Championship it game was a day. against Houston. A bad weather day, not a full stadium, but the crowd pop on the game-winning interception by Van Eskridge is amazing, and Ron Franklin was on the call.
3: Crowd coming to life, trying to help out the home folks here. Pirates trying to be the first team in this conference to win
1: back-to-back. Conference USA titles and right now Houston down six has got 50 seconds left in the ball game looking gonna go
3: long for the end zone and the ball is bounced intercepted It's like, a, once again, it's like a squeal at
11: the beginning. He lets, crowd pop he lets the crowd do the talking. Yeah, And uh, that's, that is incredible how loud that crowd was. Oh, and, uh, The squeal at the, the beginning? Uh, the
4: size. I mean, it was a good crowd, but it yeah. was not it was a sold-out sold out. packed house. Correct. Yeah. But, man, at that end. Great moment. Yeah. Raise
5: your hand if you were there. I could actually <laughs> raise my hand <laughs> on this
4: one. I was uh, once again in my parents' living room for that one, actually. Because I went there after the pregame show. We had a little watch party deal. Troy D., um, Let's we'll see if Tony knows uh, Skip Holtz's new destination. Skip Holtz has a new job.
11: USFL. This was surprising to me. He Huh? USFL. Oh, wow. How did you know this?
12: I, I watch sports. <laughs> <laughs> you
11: didn't even know who our starting quarterback was last
12: year. Tony, <laughs> that shocked me.
11: Who's <laughs> the starting quarterback? That shocked me that you wow. knew that. <laughs> All right, who's going to be the Panthers, Ooh. Carolina Panthers, new offensive coordinator it won't be that guy that was here <laughs> <laughs> i don't know Lead he got, got his second interview huh yeah <laughs> hey, he's, uh funny. someone gave him the jicks over there at studio b oh where he said he will not be he, the coordinator chandler he will not be i want to say this again
5: i think he got the second interview because when the first interview was on zoom I think the connection was bad and he kept going out so they said hey how about you just
11: come to charlotte and get another interview i think the deal is say what you want about the guy the guy can interview incredible oh he's a salesman yeah he is one of the greatest all-time interview guys he's he's got to be on your all interview team oh Oh, yeah he's Definitely. definitely a yeah and now i don't know about him as a offensive coordinator but as an interviewer amazing i mean look he had us every week thinking that we had a great practice we were like, "Well, well damn, we had a great practice.
12: We're going to win this week." Now, there, now there's there's a there's a big difference than being a head coach than being an offensive coordinator. Right. I mean, yeah. the, right. the guy could be a great offensive yeah. coordinator. I, what, how, we was know he a great offensive coordinator well, at Maryland. We know for no. certain that he was not a good, good head coach. Correct. Right. He
5: was fired 2 years after being
11: the offensive right. coordinator at Maryland. Right. That's what I'm Maryland. saying. I mean, uh, there I don't know. I don't know if that if I was a Panther fan, I'd be very concerned. I heard Tony, I actually yeah. read Tony yeah, Dunn's article and I thought he, you know, I thought he made some great points in it, and it was a basically a flare to like the Panther Nation going, hey, before you make a big mistake, you better look at this background. Hmm. I mean, this could be and the— just always an ECU. It was all the other stuff. But this could be the
5: last straw to the Matt Rule era in Carolina, but we'll see.
11: But here's the problem. If he's kind of on his last leg, a lot of good guys don't want to go there.
4: Exactly. But, you're going to so be— you're He's gonna, limited in the pool. You're going to be on the high rope without a net below you right. because the head coach is going to get fired, and you're going to be looking for a new job again next year. Right.
12: So, and it's, and, and it's just like with uh, players uh, finding the right system. It's just like with an uh, offensive coordinator finding the right system. If you don't have the players. I mean, and, and your offense is not doing anything. I mean, I don't care how good an offensive coordinator you are, you don't have the players to run your offense. I mean, that, you don't have nothing. Well, Adam
4: Gase is a great example of that. Who was Peyton Manning's uh, coach in Denver? And he was also the Bears' o-
11: offense coordinator.
4: And Peyton Manning ran his pretty much whole offense himself, right? Mm-hmm. So then he goes to the Jets and is the worst head coach in the league. So. If you got the right pieces around you, it makes you look a lot smarter. Obviously. Absolutely. By the way, Skip Holtz, Tony, the head coach of the Birmingham Stallions mm-hmm. and the what, USFL,
11: does that get started this year?
4: I believe spring, so. Yeah. That's a
11: spring league again. Yeah. What do you think about? Are you going to watch the USFL games? Probably not. I. I, I I just don't know if I can get into I mean,
4: it. It's not going to be like I think I'm a little burned out on these TV. on these spring leagues. I am interested to see if any pirates are there because we got guys going pro, we got seniors leaving, you know, we had DJ Ford on and uh Warren Sable on recently. Yeah. Not all of them are going to the NFL. Do they wind up in one
11: of these leagues? I mean I th- look, I think it's a good landing spot for Skip. I I think that's a good gig for him. Yeah, you know. I mean, I- that's not a bad job, I don't think, especially the first, you know, being new. No don't. So, congratulations! I think, to him. I,
12: think I, I hope the the league does last because it's it's good for the. There's a lot of guys that are not going to make it in the league, where they can go to the USFL,
11: sharpen up their tools, and, and, and you know, get another. Is, who owns the USFL? Do not know. And then, how many teams are there in the USFL? And what's say, what's the closest one to here? I have
12: no idea. That's no of, further that's questions. A, that's a lot of questions,
11: Joy. All right, the defense rests.
12: So I think I think Trump owns it. <laughs>
4: he did uh, a long time ago, right? <laughs>
6: no, I mean it's the NFL back. I think there's eight. The no, the NFL has
12: nothing to do with
4: the okay. USFL. Yeah. Uh, I do know that the
6: USFL is owned by Fox Sports. Ah, uh, right? okay. so
4: I
11: guess the games are going to be on they
6: Fox. They have their TV
4: home. All right. Uh, the Rock was doing an interview with the Mannings the other night, and they were talking a little XFL, which is that next year, Shirley? When is that? Okay. But uh, and the Rock does is it, one of the owners of that league. Does it say what the teams are? Uh let's I'd just see. be curious.
11: Like I'm how many? So it looks like there's eight. Birmingham,
4: Houston, New Orleans, Tampa Bay, Michigan, New Jersey, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh.
11: Now would you like any of these names, the nicknames for the Washington football team? You can choose from stallions, gamblers, breakers, bandits, panthers, generals, stars, maulers.
4: Washington Gamblers. I kinda like the gamblers. I do not like the Washington Generals, because that is the team that gets beat by the yeah. Trotters all the time. <laughs> that would be bad. That would not be good.
11: How about Michigan Panthers? That's a little weird. Panthers is such a boring I man. know. How, Pittsburgh Maulers. And the, That's yeah. unique. Never heard of a Mauler uh, on a football team.
4: we got to take a break. Right? Sounds like a uh, roller derby club. Yeah, you remember that used to come on Saturday nights on
11: TV? I did. The Fabulous I, Thunderbirds. Yes. Oh, no, wow. there was called something else. Oh, no. I used to, I mean, it also made You're me think You're talking a, about
6: the... You said roller derby, yeah, did you yeah. not? But, yes. But I
11: also remember on Saturday morning watching Glow. Well, well, remember that? Yes, the Glorious
6: Go- Ladies of Wrestling. Gorgeous
11: Ladies of Wrestling, I thought it was. It,
6: my grandfather watched it every Saturday. That was a great show. You glow. watched that? You watched that? I loved watched Glow, glow as, lady, as a kid. Lady Wrestling? Oh, yeah.
11: raise your hand if you watched it. Yes, sir. Uh,
12: <laughs> it was, hey, Glenn's Hey, Glenn's
4: Glenn, weren't that? That was a good show, wasn't it? Big dogs.
11: They in. had some honeys on that show, I'll tell you that.
4: Coming up on the next uh, Pirate Radio <laughs> Wrestling podcast, though, recap it. Uh, Mitchell, Winston Salem. We got a couple minutes. Mitchell, what's up?
3: Let me give you two quick uh, peach bowl stories. Number one, I I knew three guys that were in medical device sales. I was in the other side of medical sales, and we all went to East Carolina. I went with my family to the game. They all three rode together. They left when State scored their final touchdown. Then I think we had a turnover, and it was like eight minutes to go. They left to walk back to their car. We were down by 17. They got in the car. They turned on and one of the guys says, well, Turn on the radio and see how bad we got beat. They, turn, they finally found a station that had it on, and it, it started with the kick is up. It's no good. East Carolina wins. And they were just like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> they missed the whole.
11: Oh, man, how disappointing. <laughs> Never give up on those 91 Pirates. And how about this? Here's a yep. fast fact. My dad, he did not sit with me. I was with my best friend, Mark Helms, and we were in the student section. Uh, but my dad ended up going to the Peach Bowl. Lee D. You guys might remember him. He's been on the show before. Who? Lee D. Nah, not my father. Another. Went to the Peach Bowl for some reason. I don't know why he went, but he got like pirate fever and went. Sat in a separate section. I had out. to make sure Troy didn't get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I didn't even see him the whole time. I don't even know what the hell he was doing down there, but he did go to the game. And he guess what he did? <laughs> Left early and missed the comeback. Wow! Still give him grief about it to this day. All right, what story? I didn't want
3: to get stuck in traffic.
11: Story number two.
3: Well, as if if you remember when they announced where we were going, State at first was going to decline. Then they then they were forced into it by by the ball committee and by ESPN. And I was playing. Uh, Church league basketball with one of the guys that were in the ticket department at East Carolina. And I said, so what do you think we're going to do with 20,000 tickets? He said, I don't know, man. I'm so nervous. 20,000 seats is a lot of seats. If you remember, those tickets were gone in two and a half days. Two and a half days. People were begging to get a seat.
11: Absolutely. In fact, I was a student then, and we had this the first time and only time I've ever done this. We camped out for tickets to get the student tickets in front of Minji's Coliseum, where the ticket office was. There was no Murphy Center back then. And I remember, once again, my buddy Mark bought a tent, and we literally spent the night so we could be guaranteed, because they only had a certain amount of student tickets. And um, it turned into, obviously, a giant party that whole night. It was a lot of fun. There wasn't as much sleeping as you would think. But we were there the entire evening. Never have camped out for tickets before or since. And when I got the tickets, clip as a student, they were so valuable. As Mitchell knows, and they were, there were more people that wanted them than could go. I went and got a safety deposit box at a local bank, and put them in a safety <laughs> deposit box. Are you for sa- I am dead serious yeah. for <laughs> safekeeping because I did not want anything to happen to my peach bowl tickets. Yeah, I don't so that's that. I, I rented a Or safety Just put them in your
0: wallet. Oh man! Oh, lost on, man! Lose a wallet? you your Get wallet? messed up?
11: That's how valuable these things were. I went and rented a safety deposit box wow. just for the tickets. True story.
4: Mitchell, thanks for calling in, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. All right. There is Mitchell Mitchell in Winston-Salem. We have to take uh, a break.
11: How many people can say they rented a safety deposit oh box Oh, my for God. Raise your, if you
4: Raise to your hand if you can. Shirley, take us to break. We got more to go on Pirate Radio Live. More Troy D. stories when we return after this.
0: Listening to hour three of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light, reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown & Wood is your home of the
6: best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina for over 80 years. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on greenville boulevard now let's head back in to pirate radio live here is your host clip Brock.
4: Alrighty, back with you here on pirate radio live on a thursday shirley rhodes and i have a festa snow day edition coming up on friday so we'll hear a lot of
11: great interviews that we've done so far this calendar year kids are fired up they get a day off of friday pitt county schools most of the area schools are out ecu is out so uh, a three-day holiday weekend for everybody, thanks to Mother Nature. Yep. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, sometimes they do this, and the forecast does not go as planned. You know, I've seen it start at eight inches. Then I've seen it come down anywhere like three inches. Then it's like a rain event. Now it's an ice event. Then it could be a snow event. This thing's kind of been all across the board, fellas. Yeah. We don't, we don't know until it happens. You want to talk about a good bet, place your wager on the weather. That'd be tougher than betting sports.
4: Tony, how much money you got on over two and a half inches of snow
12: this week? Uh, I say less.
4: All right, he's going I'm, under. I'll take the over. Oh, going, Troy I'll take the over. <clears throat> um, yeah, that'd be a good side business, Troy D., if we could take weather bets <laughs> yeah. here at Pirate Radio.
11: I mean, it's what's different between that and sports?
4: Yeah. Or like your... your it
11: actually, you can't rig the weather. You can actually rig a sports game. Very true. Very the weather is probably the... <laughs> you know, at least it is... You're not going to affect it. It's going to happen or it's not going to happen. Yeah. But you can't influence it. That's a good point. I'm going to
5: get with my bookie and uh, I'm going to place my bets.
4: Put them in. Uh, Troy D, real
11: quick Bears' next head coaching odds while we're talking about odds. They have, I will say this about the Bears. They have interviewed a lot of people and they've been very transparent about it. And a lot of times these organizations do it. They kind of keep, you have to hear it from third parties to who they're interviewing. To the Bears' credit, every day they are putting out. This is who we interviewed today. This is who we... They are actually controlling a lot of the messaging themselves, and it's coming directly from the Bears' social media accounts and website. These are the GMs we've interviewed. These are the coaches we interviewed. And every day, it's another one or two guys that are putting out there. All right. You know how these searches go. A lot of times, they don't tell you who they're talking to.
4: This is a new trend. It's very strange. It's gone this route, but... I like it, though. Don't you? It's open. I think colleges should do this, too. Yeah. Uh the lead, this is uh playillinois.com. So I guess that's like a what, a gambling lottery <laughs> website. Yeah. yeah. Um the favorite is Brian Dayball. He's with the Bills, I believe and I will say this he looks like a Bears coach
11: he does he's he's big See, he's Tony, bald kind of a beard big, beard big dude with a bald head and a beard kind of looks like he could have been one of the monsters of the midway yeah
4: so he yeah. would fit in from that
11: division. yeah they keep pumping him up uh, from the Bills what is now, he the defensive coordinator
4: he's an offensive guy. offensive guy Okay. now if they go the defensive route Brian Flores is has the second best odds he's from the Miami. coach from Miami which
11: the, they're really high on him There was a pr- they did a joint practice last year With the Dolphins, like a scrimmage, and they were they were really impressed by him last year, from what I read.
4: Uh, Leslie Frazier, former Bear. Oh, okay. Played on the '85 team. I know him as a he was a coach with who the was he with the Vikings, Uh, but he's been around the league currently with the Bills, right?
11: Jim Harbaugh, Uh, my personal favorite. Yeah, try to get Jim Harbaugh from Michigan. Yeah, Yeah. former Bear also. Great legacy, but I have not heard him even being in the interview process right now yeah
4: uh doug peterson's name is out there who, i don't
11: like it double I, doink game bad vibes <laughs> ah
4: he was on the he was the coach of the eagles the winning side of yes. the double doink
11: bad vibes <laughs> 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 he could be the
4: answer he's not the answer how about this one tony and i'm curious what happens with this guy no, josh mcdaniel no thank you remember he left new england went to denver, denver failed failed and now has been back in new england yeah. is he like waiting for
11: belichick to die yes Listen, he's the coach and waiting from what i hear
12: right I, there. I i believe so
11: yeah yeah uh, really keep do. him there we, we don't need him Ooh, okay all right next <laughs> oh, oh, wow there's a patrons. lot of names keep it going let's go <laughs> eric and me <sighs>
12: you never know joy why you not know you, this you, know, you never know who's gonna come in there and turn this thing <laughs>
11: Now, this guy, really this guy, this guy, they're real. Go ahead. I've never heard of this guy. I have never heard of this guy until this search, and all of a sudden now he's the damn leading candidate. I don't I mean. like his name. I don't Tony. like his name either, except for the fuss at the end. Matt Eberfluss. <laughs> My God. He at, FUS not, at the end. is okay.
4: I hate to discriminate. What was he, he, what was he last he, year? He is with the Colts. Even, Even I am I'm like,
11: like uh, Coach Eberfluss. Hey, he what? might bring Scotty Moe with him. From the Colts. I just don't like it. This reeks of nepotism from Bill Polian to me. Ah, uh, like the he's old Colt guy. Yes! I have a bad vibe about this I one. I hate to discriminate.
4: He does not have a coach's name. No. Eberfluss. Gotta skip him. Tony, can you there's imagine? Gonna be like was, a, there's gotta be a nickname During for him. the season when the Bears are 0-4 and, and we're talking about Eberfluss with Troy D., <laughs> Coach, right. Fluss. Hey, coach Fluss. hey coach Fluss.
11: i'm with you clip right. gotta eliminate him because
4: of his name nathaniel hackett don't even never even heard of him i heard of uh, him not familiar nathaniel right hackett off, is off packers offensive coordinator yeah bad vibe. O- older guy yeah uh let's see who else we got byron left Yeah. now he's with the
11: bucks yeah He's a
12: he's a well, quarterback look, coach, right? The he's coordinator, offensive coordinator. Offensive
11: coordinator. Christ, I could be the offense coordinator of the Bucks and mm. do good. With Tom Brady as my quarterback, I hear you. Mm.
4: Come on now. When you hear Byron Leftwich,
11: what do you think? No, I, he pisses me off because <laughs> I, I think of the GMAC ball, and could I can never get accept that. Yeah. No. No, I'm Byron Brian. I can't. I, can By- I want to call him Brian.
4: How about Kellen Moore, <sighs> Cowboys offensive coordinator? I would take him over
12: Leftwich former boise state quarterback it looks like he's 14 years old
4: (laughs) yeah he's kind of got the mouth breather look too he's he's got his mouth open most of the time. yeah not a catch catching flies matt campbell iowa state and ryan day ohio state round out don't go
5: the college route yeah don't
4: go the college route who did i ask if you oh i said i asked chandler if uh would he take nick saban and he said no
12: no
11: Nah, and Saban's already failed. I know exactly. Yeah. he was 15 I and 17 you, with the think, Dolphins.
12: I think you should try to get Skip Bulls out of the USFL to come over there. <laughs>
11: well, look, Skip right. does good in the USFL. That could be a springboard into the NFL for Skip. I do. I still think Jim Harbaugh would be awesome fit. I was going to say I take him all day. You just Crapped on the whole list.
12: Well, why? why would, why would <laughs> no, no, no? <laughs> why, why, the, why would the, Jim the guy Hall from, from Miami, Michigan? now? they just they just had a, a great season.
11: Jim right. Harbaugh has been your guy from the yeah from the get go. The, m- the Miami coach is intriguing. You like Flores? As a backup, if they can't get Hardball, yeah, but they're saying hardballs might be more interested in Vegas.
4: Wow, huh. that'd be crazy. Yeah, of course he is. It's Vegas.
11: I don't know if I can fault him. I mean, he's making a ton of money at Michigan. I know, though. but he can make a ton of money in the NFL and not have to recruit.
12: And he is one l- of the l- l- few. A l- little bit riskier in the NFL than the college.
4: One of the few that actually made the jump and succeeded. He did. Took a
11: team to the Super Bowl. Yep.
4: I was thinking Vegas' uh, interim head coach would get the gig.
11: He has done a nice job, I think, in a tough situation. But I've situation. seen a report that he will not. Probably not. But um, I, but you got to give the guy credit. He's held the team together, got him in the playoffs. He's a
5: player's coach. They like him.
4: Chad uh, chimes in on Twitter. He's right. He said, did McDaniels accept the Colts job and then a couple days later change his mind? He did spurn them. Yeah. And that's when they went out and got Frank Wright. Was that that coaching search? I think it was. Yes, it's got to be. I think so. Frank Wright probably was wrong.
8: (laughs) (laughs) That That was good. I'll give
4: it to you. (laughs) That was good. I'll be Frank. I'll give it to you. (laughs) (laughs) Let's
11: let's be Frank. Way to layer
3: that
4: one. That was good. Uh, Tony. Tony's got a uh, bold prediction here. First guarantee? game, for, well, oh, I don't know. He's got a prediction. Let's before. see. Think,
11: well, hold Let's on. see. He did a bunch of. Gar- he did like I, three guarantees I, last I, week I, I and half of them were no busted. Guarantees. I don't, I don't I'm I'm not, not Something about the Patriots. I have no idea what you're talking nah, about. Nah, he now. didn't guarantee the Patriots because nah, he didn't I, think
12: yeah, they would think win. Think oh, away, he did so a
11: prediction, not a guarantee. Yeah. No, no guarantee
12: on the Patriots. Okay. None at all.
4: I knew. The Patriots were in trouble last week when I said, "Tony, I'm thinking of taking the Patriots." He said, "Well, did not do that." <laughs> yeah, Captain so,
11: Patriot tells you to back off. Yeah, you back know off. something's yeah. going on. Yeah, Good all call.
4: right. Did you back off? I did. Yeah, uh, took the Bills. Uh, Tony, we got the games coming up this weekend. First game of the divisional round, 4:30, Bengals at Titans, and of course, the number one seed Titans are going to roll in that one, right? I like the upset. Tony likes the, the Bengals.
12: Bengals going in there in
11: Tennessee and upsetting. The I like guys. the upset too. Really, I'm going I against really the grain. Do. I'm with Tony on this.
4: The Titans are and the most disrespected number one seed I, in NFL your history. Your favorite
11: ECU
5: athlete of all time
11: Quarterback. was the bingle. I know. We have his jersey in the Hall of Fame here at Pirate Radio. Tony's second favorite was the Titan, Chris Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're split there,
12: buddy. Uh, you like Burrow, Chase, I do. I like, I like their offense. If they can stop the run, running attack, uh, the Tennessee staff. have got a I lot mean, of momentum. I have no... Um, I, I can't even think of the quarterback name. Who's the quarterback Who? from Tennessee?
4: Oh, uh, Ryan Tannehill.
12: I I don't I don't trust him at all. Yeah,
4: I see that. I really
12: don't. All right,
4: right, 49ers Packers. Aaron Rodgers has lost in these moments in the playoffs a lot in the past, but they are the number one seed. They're home for the 49ers, Tony.
12: Hard gonna it's hard to beat uh Aaron Rodgers in, in uh, Green Bay. So They're they not gonna lose go the home. In Green Bay. I'm uh
11: sorry. Tony on that again.
4: Sunday Rams at Bucks.
11: It's 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 going to it's gonna happen. The NFL wants it to happen. They will make it happen. I mean, to Packers, it's gonna happen? NFC Championship game. The script has already been written. It's going to happen. I, I've
4: i been on the Rams all year, but and I'm taking them in this game, but if you tell me it's Stafford versus Brady, I feel like an absolute moron for picking the Rams. Stafford versus Brady. Can Stafford win the biggest game of his career on Sunday?
12: I don't know. The The question is, can their defense get to Brady? If they can get to Brady, that's the only way they're going to beat them.
4: They did you see the, uh, the other – Von Miller looks like he's young again yeah. all of a sudden. yeah, I mean, they're taking they, they
12: got a great defense, man. Yeah. If they can just get to Brady, that's the only question.
4: I went against Brady last year, Troy D. It did not work I'm out not for me. not going against him. Right I know now. you're not right mm-hmm. now anyway. So y'all are both on the Bucs? Buccaneers, Buccaneers
12: yeah,
11: close to being definitely. Pirates. A, we're Pirates around here. I'm a Brady fan. Kind of like a so distant going, cousin. Okay, so Going with Tom. Yeah.
4: Uh, and then I wish this was the AFC Championship. What a game coming up Sunday night: Bills at Chiefs, that Mahomes, should, that should Allen. Be the
12: AFC Championship, yeah. Revenge from the AFC Championship game last year. You think is going to get their revenge?
4: I'm going with the home team. I went with Chiefs. I could see it either way.
12: Chiefs are got? just hot right now. Who you got? Kansas City. A lot of. It's going to be a. That's going to be the great game to watch. Offensively, you're going to see a lot of scoring.
4: How about this line, Tony? The Chiefs are like a one-two point favorite.
11: Yes. Like that's telling you that the Bills are the real. How deal. much of the oh, Bills yeah. mafia travels, and well, well, because I watched the Dallas game and I was blown away. I swear, half the stadium was forty nine. A lot of red there. It was unbelievable how well they traveled and bought up that stadium.
4: There'll be some Bills fans there. The problem is the Chiefs Arrowhead's one of the best home fields. Absolutely. Like they love, like yeah. so they may not sell their the tickets. tickets.
11: It tells yeah. you a lot about the Cowboy fan base. Yeah, that that many fans would sell their tickets. Why would you want to go to a game where you can be blinded by the light? <laughs> Good call. How I, about the standing room only? Did you see the standing room sta- stampede oh my God. before that? People are such idiots. I'd hate to have those seats. you got to run to go get a standing room only seat? That doesn't sound fun to me. No. I would like rather a, stay home uh, and watch it on TV. Yeah. If you don't have a reserved seat, why bother? Yeah. I I'm like sorry.
4: Uh, but I no, to your cheaper, point, right? Troy, What's if that? it was like Bill's at Titans, which it could be next week, I bet Bill's Mafia would storm Nashville oh yeah because i just see a lot of red in kansas city whereas i could see the bills like taking Boy, over Well if you're the
11: lows down there you want to load up on
4: folding tables yeah yeah
11: and
4: two for whatever yeah. have deals sales going and on
11: i saw somebody saying when the bills have their home game last week said it's a bad day to be a table in Buffalo. <laughs> and like
5: is <laughs> it mustard and ketchup a, a factor in their tailgating don't they like do a lot of
11: stuff with that
4: Tony, you should do a guarantee your next one at Patriots bills involving a table that you gotta go through. You gotta
11: jump through a table if they That's lose. Th- I'm too old for that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the guy the one guy who like went off the top of an R V? Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean, it was perfect form. They're crazy. It is insane yeah. what they do. They deserve You think they've been, you think they've been drinking? You think they've been no. drinking. Might be, might be a little more than just drinking,
4: but yes. Found Troy's uh peach bowl grass. Got into it. Yeah. <laughs> You got any more of that peach bowl bread? <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll come back and get ready to wrap up today. Oh, Chad has a uh, a dark horse contender for the new Bears coach. <laughs> oh, God. Belichick's kid. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Tony? The this liquor, guy.
11: Yeah. He's a weird dude. <laughs> oh, I oh, are you guy. talking about this yeah. guy? Yeah. <laughs> he's He's like a professional wrestler. Oh,
4: man. <laughs> the liquor. I would love that. All right, we'll take a break, come back, more to go after this.
0: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates. And proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
6: Welcome back. It was another down day for the stock market. The Dow was down 313 points at 34,715. NASDAQ dipped 186 points at 14,105. 54, and the S&P is also down 50 at 4,482. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville, Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now, let's head back into the show. Here's clip.
4: All righty. Wrapping up a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. And yes, Bo, you have been bumped. We're gonna have Bobo in tomorrow, Troy D. Bobo, yeah, oh, sorry, Bobo. We'll, we'll save that for uh, best of maybe, show, maybe Monday. Who's Bobo? Yeah. Bo, Bats. Bo Bats. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk to Bo uh, coming up next week on the show. I uh, got some great interviews coming up tomorrow, though, Troy D., including uh, Cliff Godwin, C.J. Wilson, Warren Sabah, D.J. Ford, John Gilbert, Burley, Connor Norby, Brock Anderson, and more. So uh, all that on the way on
11: Friday. We should have done if it snows an inch or less. We work. If it's an two inches or more, we don't work. And in between an inch and two, we take a vote.
4: Too late now. (laughs) No, it's not. If it's an inch or less, Troy D can host Pi Radio Live tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds great.
11: No, I was look, I was on the side of let's err on the side of caution. School's out. It's gonna be a snow situation. Still best of.
4: All right. Best of it is.
11: It is. We'll be back
4: Monday. Tony, enjoyed it as always. Yes, good sir. to see you, man. Absolutely. Before the don't, same Monday.
12: Don't get, uh, don't get stuck in the snow.
4: It's good don't, advice. Yeah.
12: What are you going to
11: do if it snows? Do you go out in it? Like, do you enjoy it? or?
12: Yeah. See, your, your snow down here, it's not. It's like nothing to me. Yeah. Compared to the snow I used to get up in New York. Talk so. about
4: my snow like that.
12: I'm yeah. just saying, you know, you you guys, I mean, you guys don't, I mean, it's like nothing.
4: You're okay with it because you, yeah. you grew up in it. Yeah, yeah,
11: pretty simple. In Pinyan. Yeah. Pinyan. and he's a yeah. skier yeah this hey you were just <laughs> this is nothing you're a, you're used to colorado snow yeah you're a, season, a seasoned veteran
12: all right surely if, if we get 12 inches then i'll be worth
4: Shirley cj chandler see you all right, folks Clipper. coming up monday uh we got a best stuff coming up tomorrow troy d enjoyed it sounds good talk to you a lot monday. of fun thanks guys all right for the crew here i'm clip rock so long everybody